And that for me was that small thing, which was first time in my life, man. I was sitting in a community college class, IVC, all right? It was history class, sitting there. And this girl's next to me. And I told myself the whole drive, right? Just ask someone for a pencil, bro. This chick next to me, hot as heck, man. Really like a dime piece. Mm-hmm. Made it even worse for me. Because now I'm even more nervous, right? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating, bro. Sweating. Dripping sweat. Like so much so I thought I could hear the own drip particles falling on myself. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah dude. Right? So I'm like, oh, excuse me. She's like, yeah, what's going on? I'm like, sweating. Sweat everywhere, man. Can I, can I borrow a pencil? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> At that really? moment, dude. At that moment, I'm like, you are dumb. I was, I was in my head. I was like, wow. You, you thought everything, all this shit was going to happen. It uh-huh. didn't happen. And that's what my roof basically was like, dude. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Someone 4 podcast. I'm here with Zarek. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, Zarek, Zarek. Zarek? Yeah, okay. yeah, you good, yeah, yeah. Um, thanks, thanks for coming on, man. This is a fun podcast i'm pretty sure like we talked for about like 30 minutes yeah, i think yeah, yeah, <laughs> before yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. you know because me, me and uh cheyenne we didn't really know each other beforehand right so we yeah. met through a mutual friend but uh how's, how's the volume good yeah yeah nice we met through a mutual friend and uh we never met before and we talked for like 30 minutes we, we kind of <laughs> yeah. held everything together you know what i mean we didn't want to spill all the beans right off the gate you know yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah well it was it was nice meeting you and of course same here. um one of the things we were talking about and what happened today, or for you oh, today yeah, earlier, yeah. you went through quite of a bit of training. To, to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a little bit about me is, um, so I've, I've like trained martial arts and stuff since I was like two years old. Uh, competed quite a bit uh, in boxing, especially, and then did a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, basically, I hope my coach doesn't see this, you know, but basically, <laughs> um, like two, three weeks ago, I was uh, doing kickboxing, right? And mm-hmm. uh, so, you know. Usual perform, usual practice for kickboxing goes like this: you go in the room, you jump rope maybe five six minutes, go on a two mile run, come back, bit of boxing work, then you start you know hitting the pads. So it's my second day with this coach, new mm-hmm. coach, because I had some troubles with my old gym. And good, great, great guy, love him. We're going. He's like, all right, man, I want you to throw this front kick. I've never thrown a front kick, right? And for a front kick, you have to like basically switch your hips and go over the top. So <clears throat> I'm going to throw this kick, and he puts the pads. And the poor man, man, I, I see it so clear as day even now. He dips his head and he dips the pads down. And then my kick came over the top and I caught him right in the, like, the side of the head. I thought he was joking, right? Because he was recording it to send it off to like, oh, I'm going to show these people I'm training. Yeah. Cool. He starts fucking <laughs> recording it. And I thought he was doing it for the recording. So this dude, like, a, like I, I just fell the tree, man. He's like, and he fell right on his face, right? Really? I'm looking at this guy. And I'm like, nah, he's playing with me. I give him one. I give him like one, two seconds. I'm like, nah, he's playing with me, man. Then I hear him snore. He's like, oh, the fuck, bro? I get him up. What happened? Shit, I knocked you out, coach. What? <laughs> he didn't believe you. The fuck? No, he didn't believe me, right? He thought he was just, I don't know what he thought, man. I was, I was yeah. like, yeah, I talked to you. He's like, really? I go, yeah, yeah. He goes, with what? I'm like, the lead, the lead kick you just taught me. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. He gets up, looks at the footage. He goes, oh, yeah, you did. Uh-huh. The look he gave me, Cheyenne, the look he gave me was like, I'm going to make this motherfucker pay. So he fucking goes, he goes, all right, class, we're going to do some conditioning today. Normally, there's no conditioning on that day on Fridays. Mm-hmm. He's all right. He goes, Z, you want to start it off? I go, what's the conditioning? 
Right. So you're going to do a four mile run with a sandbag on your thing. Come back. You're going to do a hundred knees. Then you're going to go spar. So we go do that. I'm fucking dying, dude. I'm dying. Dying on the run. Dying. Yeah. I come back about a vomit. As soon as I'm about to vomit, he goes, if, it, if you vomit, you do it again. Wow. <laughs> so what am I supposed to do, Shia? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, man. That's what happened to me a bit. But yeah, so Damn, had some bro. training this morning. It was good. But yeah, man. Love it. Love that's, it. That, yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy though. He, he his ego got a little little pushed, and uh, you had to pay for it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, man, it is what it is. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. he's a great. I love him. He's a great coach. Mm-hmm. Um, funny enough, you know, with martial arts, uh, the one thing it, it taught me a lot in life is, uh, you know, fear. Man, fear is is a very in my in my own philosophy of life. Fear is the most under and misunderstood word. That there exists, mm-hmm. right? What, what What do you think when you when someone says fear? What do you think? What comes to mind for you? I think it means immobilize, mm. meaning fear to a lot of people just stops them from doing what they want. Right. So any whatever it is, I mean, if you want to start a business, if you want to do something new that you've never done before, mm-hmm. you have the this like feeling that we call fear. Yeah, and. It's due to a lot of things. Could be the opinion of others. Mm-hmm. Could be the uncertainty of the future. A lot of shit can can cause that. And there's really no like solution to it. You just have to th- to balance it out with something higher. Mm-hmm. Like there has to be a higher purpose to w- whatever it is you're doing, so that that fear, even if you're feeling it, like this higher thing that you're reaching towards, is gonna get you through. Yeah, you know. So. Yeah, it it kind of just stops you in your tracks until you gain the perspective of, I'm not even gonna allow that that feeling to stop me mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, yeah. man. I mean, I mean, for me, this is what I've thought, right? So, hey, wait, let me yeah, uh, lower the brightness on this shit real quick. Oh, yeah, no worries, bro. We're already, we're zooming, man. We're doing yeah. good, bro. It's good. <clears throat> awesome. You just edit it right, and then we pick it up. So I'll just pick it up from what. Uh, no, I don't even edit it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever. Okay, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, man. But fear for me basically is I, I learned, man. So it would be really hard. It would be really hard to believe that I would say three years ago, I couldn't even hold a conversation with anyone. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even talk to man. I couldn't even ask someone to in class. I was so scared to even ask someone for a pencil that I would start sweating, man. Sweating. Really? Yeah, dude. And I was boxing. Mm-hmm. I was at the time I was I was uh, training at Robert Garcia's gym in uh, Riverside right back here. Yeah. Great gym. I was sparring all the time, getting really good work in. Right. And uh, due to due to some other shit, we'll get into it later. But mm-hmm. something happened to me and had to change. But what I realized, I was like, dude, how the hell? Am, how is it that I can box in a gym, fight dudes almost every day, seven days a week? But I can't fucking talk to someone. Yeah. I can't even like I can't even hold a conversation. Nah, man. Mm-hmm. And that sort of like making the wheels turn. I was like, what the fuck is going on with me, man? Yeah. So then one of these, one day, right, um, I was training boxing. And this was three years ago. And it was, the, it was the moment, like we talked earlier before the podcast, there's always a moment in your life, I believe, I think it's the truth. There's always a moment in your life, almost like an enlightenment. And when you have that, you can run with it and fucking make your life the best it possibly can. Or you just stay on, ah, I'll do it, ah, I'll wait. Yeah. You wait, man, time waits for nobody, man. Nobody, right? So I learned that the hard way because I, I wasted all these, basically my whole high school career. Uh, from middle school to high school, I had no social life, right? I was 
training all the time. I was going to the gym all the time. When I did drink, I would suffer for it the next day at the gym. So mm-hmm. I didn't do it. And so one day, right, I kind of, my love for the sport was kind of going away. And the people I was seeing around, I was like, nah, man, like, it's sad, man. If, if you're really around a lot of pro boxers, like that kind of style, yeah. you realize that their, their mental capabilities and their cognitive functions already, and they're maybe your age, are already starting to decrease, dude. So I started realizing that with myself. Yeah, I was like, because Shit. of the constant like sparring and, and constant going sparring, the, getting, the, hit, getting hit in the head. Exactly, mm-hmm. getting hit in the head, and then even just even the the mindset is so grueling, right? Because what are you doing? The 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 basis of any combat sport is I'm in the ring or I'm doing something to fight this person. It's mm-hmm. not very net. It's not a human thing to fucking like. You don't see babies, right? Yeah, rolling <laughs> yeah. at each other. Maybe they're psychotic if they're doing that, right? So uh-huh. it's an unnatural thing to do. And I realized that it wasn't my thing. I was like, this isn't my, I did it for a while. Cool. Mm-hmm. But it served its purpose. I'm done. And I was already in that mind. And that's a, that's a very dangerous place to be. If you're already in that mind, you're still doing something. Yeah. That is danger in anything you do. Right. Mm-hmm. So what happened to me was I was, had a sparring session as per usual. The guy was a, had a chip on his shoulder and uh, we're, I'm throwing some jabs. I'm catching him, man. I'm fucking catching him. All of a sudden, I didn't even see the shot over the top of my guard. So like when you have your hands up, right? You have to keep your hands up. I see you knocked out. I used to think I was slick Rick and I used to put my fucking hands down and jab like I was Floyd Mayweather, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm not fast as all, man. <laughs> so I was, I, was, I was getting beat up. So then he saw that, went over the top of my, like no guard, hit me right on the chin, spun me. And I flashed, knocked out, passed out. Mm-hmm. My dad was there. He's my coach. He goes, the fuck? He wakes me up. Everyone's kind of around. And dude, I say this to this day. It was the blessing that that happened to me. It was really? a blessing that that happened to me. Because I think sometimes when you're any, any bad situation you look at, it's always, it always can be a good. And that's kind of how I've looked mm-hmm. at my life. You know? Always for the better. Always, yeah. man. It's the cycle of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to have bad to have the good. Yeah. Right? True. Yeah. And that was my bad. What, right? Yeah. So whatever, I get knocked out. And the core ride from there to where I was living is like hour and a half, two hours, right? So it was a two-hour ride home with my dad, right? And this he's a, he's a foreign guy, right? But he's like, uh, I love him, man. He's, he's, a, he's a great guy. Has and, a British accent. Oh, yeah. Thick British <laughs> yeah, accent. Thick yeah, British yeah, yeah, yeah. And that formed how, that's formed how he's, his thinking as well, right? Because mm-hmm. people from the UK have a bit of a different mindset than a lot of people in the US. Yeah. I digress, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, uh, anyway, so we're on the, two, the car ride, right? My dad doesn't say anything for two hours. doesn't say anything to me. Anything. Then we're near the driveway, right? Near the end of the driveway where my house is. I hear this big deep breath. <sighs> right then. <laughs> I go, what? He goes, that's it then, you're done. I go, what do you mean? He's like, if you're getting knocked out, you're done. You quit, you're done. I was like, no, man, I don't fucking quit. Mm-hmm. I don't quit. And he, go, he, goes, he goes, no, no, it's bad for your health now. You're not taking it seriously. You're done. I said, you know what, man? I looked him dead in his eyes. I was like, you're right. I'm not taking it seriously. So you know what I'm gonna do? Is what well, I'm, I'm gonna go to Muay Thai. Now, for people, yeah, people that don't know, Muay Thai is like you're using. So not only your hands, it's elbows, knees, and kicks, right? Way more brutal. Yeah. Than so, boxing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So my dad goes, "What the fuck?" He almost beat the shit out of me, right? Uh-huh. And he could have, because I already got knocked out, so I'm already zinged around, dude. Yeah. So he goes, all right, whatever. And uh, I just start going to a gym. I, I started paying from the money I got from boxing a little bit. Started paying for my own membership at a gym and just started training, right? Mm-hmm. Loved it, man. I loved it. I don't know what it was about. I just loved it. Is I that- think it was the difference of 
like you've been doing something for so long that mm-hmm. now something different came in where you needed new skill sets. It was something you've never, you probably at that time never done it before. Mm-hmm. So something new comes along. Now your whole, you know, idea of, of this sport gets, gets changed for you. Yeah. Like, so you develop more skills and as a beginner, it's like, you know, I think when anybody does anything new, uh, you just fall in love with it right at that second. Like mm-hmm. you find something and you, 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 you realize like, damn, I, I could be good at this. And then you start watching YouTube videos or you start training more and it just builds and builds and builds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're hundred percent, man. That's mm-hmm. exactly what happened to me. Cause it, like you said, it was the beginner. It was, you're on it, man. It was the beginners. Uh, I don't even know what you would call it in that case, right? The beginners, almost like, like the enjoyment, like the- yeah, A new experience. Ex- exactly. It's like a fr- like virgin, man. You're the vir- it's a virgin thing. It's fresh. Mm-hmm. So that's what I felt for myself. And I was doing pretty good because I had good boxing, right? But yeah. I didn't ever knew kicks. And oh my God, Cheyenne, man. I'm f- my legs, the first month <laughs> of doing that shit, man, they look like, dude, the side of my leg looked like it was been beaten by fucking baseball bats, bro. Really? <laughs> Hated it. And, and, I, and so I ended up breaking my left foot pretty bad. Like it's- like if I took my shoe off, man, there's a there's just a speed bump in the side of my foot now. Really? For the rest of my life. Yeah, I can't even move that uh, toe anymore. But wow. yeah, it can't suck, bro. <laughs> yeah. Life is li- that's just I'm not ballet dancing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Just the- so but after that, I kind of realized like shit, man, like I'm basically doing the same shit I said I wouldn't do. And I was losing the love of that. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, man, like this is all I've known. I've done nothing else my entire life. And and for most people, right, there's a one of my favorite comedians. Uh, uh, Theo Vaughn, love this Theo guy. Vaughn, yeah. And the one he thing always he has says, like the weirdest perspectives, like the weirdest stories. Right? Yeah, dude, I love it because <laughs> I love him. Yeah, my life is very similar, like that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing he says, and it always sticks with me, is everyone has their own Vietnam, right? Mm-hmm. And by that it means my story, whatever it may be, right, is boxing and stuff. So when I'm thrown out of it, dude, I'm fucking struggling, right? Because I'm not used to any other aspect of life. So me asking for the pencil, like I said, dude, I'm nervous because I've never done it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, shit. And that ties back to fear, right? Yeah. Which I realized at that moment, fear is the most, it's so dumb, man. It's the dumbest thing that you can ever believe in, right? Because yeah. when you're born, when you're born, the only thing you fear, and this is a scientific fact, is the water. The first thing you, you hold your breath, even as a baby. That's instinctually what you fear, mm-hmm. right? Shit, I might drown. <clears throat> That's natural. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Everything else is just from society. Yeah. Right. It's like learning fear. Exactly. From society and shit. And w- what I've realized and what I've learned is fear is, is, isn't not believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. Fear is believing in something you don't want. Mm. So that's, that's the choice you're making. Yeah. You know, when you choose fear and you choose like not believing in yourself, that you're choosing what you don't want instead of what you can become Mm -hmm. basically like that there's a a choice made by every single person when they are faced with fear Mm -hmm. there's and and that choice has to be made by the individual themselves and it could it could be um swayed by society your parents but i think the, the the best way to do it is to just like go in within yourself and do what's best for you no matter what anybody else says because that's true to you and that's going to make you actually fulfilled and happy like all the good feelings that you want that comes from making the right decision when you're faced with that uh, that those like two paths right yeah mm-hmm. like you know when you when you have those two paths right in general whatever it may be like the theo von everyone has their own vietnam man mm-hmm. everyone does something right yeah 
basketball, fucking even combat, right? War, people go to war, things like this. You have the choice, right? You're, you're presented the same thing as everyone else sees it, right? Like if you and me are looking at that water bottle, I see a water bottle, you see a water bottle. Yeah. Now I might see that cap is different than what you might see. You might say, oh, the water bottle is light gray. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. I saw the cap, right? But that little thing can also help you develop your own mindset, right? Which is, dude, the best thing that we talked about this before the podcast began, which was, um, you know, you have, you have certain times in your life that change you. And that, that was my getting knocked out. I changed myself again. Mm-hmm. And then when I changed myself for the better, totally, was after I broke my left foot in Muay Thai. Because then I realized, what the hell am I scared of, man? Because I can't even talk to the fucking doctor to get my cast off, dude. How the hell am I going to survive? Mm-hmm. I can't. So I realized that. And I was like, dude, okay. I sat down with it. And I said, okay, what is it I'm afraid of? Right? It's the unknown. The unknown. I'm afraid That's a lot of, of people's unknown. fear. That's every, most people, yeah, right? most people. Because you're, you're trying to control a situation you have no control over. And that's mm-hmm. life. You never can control what the fuck's going to happen, dude. Two minutes, some Donnie might come in here with his fucking dick out walking around. We don't know, <laughs> yeah. dude. Life is Anything's so... possible. Anything is possible, bro. Yeah. And that's life, that's right? Life, yeah. So if you want to... If you control things or think you can... Oh, I want to... No, man. You never will. Mm-hmm. You never will. You got to just... Like you said, the things you love about and love to do the most, do it, man. And do it without fear. Because fear is the stupidest shit, man. I'm telling you. It's literally people feeding you things so you can achieve the best possible version of yourself. Mm -hmm. In society, man, it's society. You need elites and then you need fucking common people, right? So anyone who's in that top position always is going to be like, nah, man, I don't don't want these guys having that red pill, you know? Like fear is BS. It's not a real thing. Because then they're going to realize their potential. And then, like you said, right? They're going to figure that out and go, all right, I can take these avenues. I don't need to be, I can just do it. And that for me was that small thing, which was first time in my life, man. I was sitting in a community college class, IVC, all right? It was history class. Sitting there, and this girl was next to me, and I told myself, the whole drive, right? Just ask someone for a pencil, bro. This chick next to me, hot as heck, man. Really like a dime piece. Mm-hmm. Made it even worse for me, because now I'm even more nervous, right? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating, bro, sweating. Dripping sweat. Like, so much so, I thought I could hear the own drip particles falling on myself. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, dude, right? So I'm like, oh, excuse me. She said, yeah, what's going on? I'm like, sweating sweat everywhere man can I, can I borrow a pencil yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> at that really? moment dude at that moment I'm like, you are dumb i was i was in my head i was like wow oh. you you thought everything all this shit was gonna happen it uh-huh. didn't happen and that's what my roof basically was like dude what the fuck are you doing for a pencil like you for probably felt like God damn it. Bro. I did. And I was, I was like, you idiot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're dumb, man. I was, I was like, all right. So, but that evolves, right? Because mm-hmm. then that feeling now of me conquering that fear, right? Or fear. I said, let's do the next one. Right? And so I kept doing it. All right. Now I'm going to fucking ask a question in the class. Never did that. Ask a question. Cool. We did that. Yeah. Oh, I feel better now. And every time you face your uh, difficulties or challenges or fears, right? Every time you do that, you become more fearless because what are you doing? You're getting mm-hmm. rid of the fears. Yeah. You're getting rid of the things you don't want. Because you realize, like, if I already did it, like, the shit that I was afraid of, and look, I'm still alive. Yeah. You know, life is good. Like, I just, the thing that I thought was going to lead to so many bad results, like, no, it, it didn't really do shit. Like, I, yeah. I, and then your, your mind kind of realizes that. And so whenever you're faced with fear, you just do it no matter what. Like, because yeah. you know that it really won't, affect you in such a negative way that you might have imagined it to be 
from your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's like you can't. Yeah, man, fear. There's uh, fear, right? Being scared. All these feelings. You don't need to feel those. You really don't. Yeah. And it's, when you master your brain, when you master truly master your brain, which is you do not let outside influences affect how you think, right? Yeah. That you cannot teach that, and that's something I always like. I want to preach in the future, right? When I have some resources to do this, but man, this fucking, this society and how we're doing things now is going to lead to a generation of people that are going to be so depressed because they didn't get what they wanted, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're having expectations on shit that you can't achieve, right? It's so true. Because like, for example, if we look at someone that wants to be a fighter, right? You have to do it every single day, every single day to be all right, right? Yeah. Like me, I, I did it for, since I was two boxing mm -hmm. i'm shit dude like I, I'm, I tell you what if i got into a ring with a guy who trained for like properly 12 years and this is what he wanted and that was his passion he would kill me because mm -hmm. that's my heart's not in the right place my brain is not in the right place yeah so to get rid of fear right and my experience man you have to it sucks in the beginning right it's like ripping a bandit off that initial thing oh, but like my pencil thing oh it's not that bad at all it's not that bad yeah. And once you realize that, dude, the world is your oyster, man. Mm -hmm. The world is truly your oyster. Because what could hold you back, right? Like, what could you hold you back? If you have no fears of anything and you just want to do things, what could hold you back? Nothing. Because, well, the they say, yeah. like, the only limitation is the one you place on yourself, mm -hmm. right? And it's true because when you look at whatever it is you want to do, it's it's very possible to do it because in my opinion, you don't even get the idea if you were more than capable of doing it. Like the idea of doing it won't even come to your mind mm. if the universe didn't want you to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but in order to get there, you have to build your mind. And the only way that happens is if you go through that fear, like the fear to me now, after years of studying at studying like my mindset and learning about stuff on YouTube, mm -hmm. I've realized the fear, any negative thoughts, they're there to make you better. They're not there for you to, to, to stop at that point. They're not mm -hmm. telling you to stop. They're there so that you build more courage, build more faith. Like you won't get to the place of building it. It takes, you know, like if you want to, build muscle, right? You go to the gym. What does the muscle do? Like it, it tears itself apart mm -hmm. to grow more muscle. Mm -hmm. So if that's the same thing with fear, you have to get torn apart for the new things to come into your life. Mm -hmm. So that that's kind of my philosophy with, with fear is that it's never meant to immobilize me. It's just meant to make me better by allowing me to a choice to go further, to get more courage and faith and become more happier or choose the path that won't be uh, or that will eventually make me feel really unhappy about myself. Mm. You know, that's a choice, but the unhappy one seems easy because it's, you know, like the comfort zone. Yep. That's what people call it. Yep. That's what it is. And it is the comfort zone. You, you, you sit there and it's everything that you've done. And you think that all you have is, what you've done and the circumstances that you placed that were placed here for you. That's all you can have. Yep. And it's a miserable place to be. It sucks, bro. Because every idea, your whole heart and soul is telling you to go further mm -hmm. and you just had to trust it. Like you had to surrender to life in a way. 
that lets you go you there. You hit the freaking bell, man. You basically have to surrender to life, man. Mm-hmm. You got to roll with the punches, man. And yeah. the one the one phrase I just lived by, man, right? You have to enjoy being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You have to love being uncomfortable. Because if you can enjoy being uncomfortable, there's nothing, dude. There's nothing stopping you. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's why I'm so <clears throat> blessed, right? Like, I'm super blessed the way I was raised. Um because my dad, my dad was a, my dad was a fucking tough ass, man. He was a, he did some stuff in the UK. He did like government, like work and military work and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So he was pretty hard in the head. And uh, my parents divorced when I was super, super young. Right. So I was raised with, by him more. Um, but the thing he taught me was that, dude, at two years old, man, I, what did you, what did you, what did you, when you were two years old, what, what did you want to do, man? Like, what, what, I don't what you, even remember right? two years old. Yeah. You probably want to fucking play Minecraft, man. Get a pizza, chill, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Dude, I don't even remember one thing at two years old. I think like, I don't remember that age at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, see, I remember the reason I remember it is because the shit I went through, right? Like my dad at two years old, I told him, mm-hmm. I want to be, I want to be the best track star. Is that what you want to do? Yeah. Right then. What do you make me do? Fucking he made me run up this, literally a hill this steep, right? I was two years old, man. Two years old. He fucking made me run that every day. (laughs) Did I become really good at track? Yeah. Uh But I never knew at the time what it was. I was like, this shit sucks, man. But every time I do this shit that sucks, it makes me, I get better at things. Yeah. I was too young to realize what it is now, right? Which Mm -hmm. is like you said, it's that tearing of the muscle, but in your brain too. Yeah. That builds mental toughness, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I was really lucky at a young age. And I feel like a lot of people that have uh, immigrant parents or like that have that same thing. Yeah. Because what they do is they came here, man, with all their dreams and aspirations. And they had you, they, had, they said, listen, man, mm-hmm. I'm here, man. I risked all this shit. I really hope you make the best of your life, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's why I'm super glad. Like, um, I have two uh, older sisters as well. They don't really stay with my dad as much because they know he's that tough, right? But because I stayed with my dad, it changed the whole way I was. I, because of my dad, dude, I'm literally where I am today. Yeah. If it wasn't for what he taught me, I'm, I wouldn't be where mm-hmm. I am today. Yeah, everything happens for a reason. 100%. So, 100%. Yeah, I, I mean, my, both my parents are immigrants. They yeah. came from India. And I think my dad came here when he was 16. Literally just didn't know a lick of English. Mm. And fucking went through high school, went through college. Um, and became like a, a, a top engineer. And so, yeah. And what I learned from them was like, they don't fucking, they never like complained mm-hmm. about it. Like what they went through, mm-hmm. like, even though other people had better stuff, they just like kept grinding, kept mm-hmm. working. And that stuck with me. Cause I realized if you don't listen to any other people around you, like, or, or you don't listen to your circumstance. Like they came from like small villages, not like big cities, but, uh, I mean, it was, it was, it wasn't like completely like living in huts or anything, but it was uh, a small city and they came from that and they expanded their entire scope, like trying to come to America Mm. where they didn't know that many people where they barely had money but they took that risk because the purpose of doing it outweighed the fear of it. Mm. And, you know, that's what I realized is, and I didn't realize it until I heard it, like from the speaker named Jim Rohn. And he said, he said basically that, like, if your purpose is strong enough, the how is easy. You don't have to know how. 
But if the purpose is strong enough, it'll pull you through no matter what. And that's, that's been my philosophy. And even though like, yes, my parents went through all that shit, they still sometimes put, they might, and I know other parents, like they might want you to go in a certain direction. Mm. Like they might want you to, and not like you, you said you wanted to be a track star, but what if your dad told you, you have to be, yeah, that's different. Mm -hmm. That's not like going to sit well with people. And I've realized like you have to let other people do their shit Mm. because you don't know them at all. And nobody knows you. Nobody can tell you, nobody should tell you what to do because only you can tell yourself that. And that's been a a big part of my life uh, of chasing freedom, like not listening to other people and what they want, but doubling down on myself, Mm. no matter what, no matter what the opinion of others, no matter if it works or doesn't work, just do you always. Yep. It'll always, uh, come out for the better. Mm. You, you know that you know what that's the universal truth because who do you who do you take to the grave with you? Who do you take to the grave with you? Yourself. Yourself and I, man. Mm-hmm. So if you fucking know yourself so intimately, man, and you truly double down on yourself cuz I'll be honest, man. I've seen it all the time and in life you see it. No one will take your back unless you prove that you've done something. Mm-hmm. Random people. Your family might, your family, but sometimes even your family might doubt you cuz they don't know what the hell that path yeah. is going to be like you said right sometimes your parents are in that circumstance you and me come from similar circumstances in that regard because mm-hmm. even you don't want to be a traction on them too right when i was in high school i didn't have a fucking ch- I, I didn't have a ch- i didn't get to be like yes today i want to be a sociology major no man yeah. i would be kicked out of my house dude i'd have to figure out a way to live <laughs> i literally dude it, it it was either same engineer doctor fucking yeah. same <laughs> yeah. right but i was lucky enough because my dad did business so uh-huh. he said if you want you can do finance yeah oh, nice man yeah more money right uh-huh. so i was like all right so i took those things and i said all right that's what you want me to be because I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Right. You're scared. It's fear. It's right? fear. Again, it's it comes from fear. It comes from fear. And also like there are an uncertainty, like they want the best from yeah. you. Yeah. But that's the thing of it. Like there's this uh, quote by, I think Wayne Dyer said, he said, mm. your children are not your children. They are life's unfolding of itself. Mm. They They came through you, but not for you. That is a beautiful quote. Because mm-hmm. I believe that too. Yeah. Yeah. And, what it what it's saying and what I've realized, like, even if when I have kids, like I I brought them into this world, like when I have them, but it's it's not my responsibility and doing to make them who they are. They will make themselves, mm-hmm. and I had to trust that process for them. Mm-hmm. I can I I will never know who they are. I'll support them. I'll do everything for them to make their life happy and good but they have to choose their own path because Mm. i i require the same why would i expect other people to also to be restricted from that shit Mm. like i ever since i was like a fucking kid i've always been the person like to to do whatever the fuck i wanted to do never did i listen to just because other people were doing it i would always be different from other people not because not for the sake of, of being different but because i am different yeah because my, i do think differently like everybody in elementary school i was like i asked the question like wh- why are we in school like what is this shit like i 
That's a good question, what man. The fuck it's very philosophical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like what, what, why are we doing this? And then some kid was like, well, we need to get good grades and shit so we could uh, go to college. I was like, well, why would we do that? So, and then he's like, well, uh, to, to get a good job? And, well, that's not what I want. Mm. And he was like, and he, he just like lost his shit because that's what everybody told him. Like, go to school, get good grades, uh, go to college, get good grades, get a job. And, and I was like, then what? Well, then you just do that and uh, then maybe retire. And I'm like, that's, a that's not what I want. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, so I realized that shit at a young age mm. of not being like everybody else because that's what everybody's doing. Mm -hmm. But finding your own shit. And I've never veered from that ever in my life. I, I don't think I've, uh, I, I've gotten away from that principle because, I don't know, something in me just always told me if you trust in life, if you trust in this calling that you have, it will always guide you to whatever you want. It will always guide you to the actual happiness that everybody seeks. Everybody wants like the success and happiness, but they take actions based on fear. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's, you're doing things to play it safe. Like if, if you want to live an extraordinary life, you had to do extraordinary things. Mm -hmm. And in order to, to do extraordinary things, you have to think extraordinary thoughts because that's where everything starts from. Yep. Yeah. That's very, very, very true, man. I mean, like say, bro, same. Cause it, like when I was a kid, right? Like the track thing, I was doing my runs, right? And all that kind of stuff. And the one thing I realized when I was that young, I had one opera performance. I never did opera in my life, right? But my sisters mm -hmm. were into singing. And my mom, my mom was like really into arts. She was an artist herself, right? So she had, she kind of gave us that outing a little bit. You know what I mean? Like she was like, okay, mm -hmm. if you want like a, if you want to like just relax, go sing. I don't, I fucking hate it. I sound like a dead <laughs> pigeon, dude. Yeah. I swear to God, right? But I like, I, but I, for some reason, something was calling me into that field. Because, mm -hmm. man, when I was on that, I was like seven, eight. I fucking, I remember this, man, like it was yesterday. I was running down the stairs. I was looking at my costume. There was a dressing thing underneath, right? I was looking at my costume. I'm like, oh, man, I'm fucking looking good, man. I was like seven, eight. I'm like, it's looking good. Oh, shit. I realized they're already starting to play. So I had to run up the, I had to run. Yeah, dude. <laughs> right so I was, I was the only one in that changing room. So I started booking it down the hallway. I have to go up these stairs. I rolled my ankle bad, mm -hmm. right? Man, something overtook me, man. And I remember this to this day. I didn't fucking cry. Normally I would cry. I didn't cry. I was like, I have to get to that stage. Mm -hmm. I have to get to that stage. And I got to the stage and I fucking loved it, man. Loved it. But then I never got it again. Because just like you said, I was starting to be pushed down a path, mm -hmm. right? And out of fear, I was following it because it was fear of, ah, oh, no, I got to do this for my parents. I had the, the thought of, ah, oh, I got to do this for my parents. Yeah. Right? But that I'll, sometimes, that I'll thought fuck can you kill you. Yeah, yeah it can kill fuck you. you over. And so I was, I was like, I got to do this for my parents, right? So I started doing international finance. That's what I was going to do, right? Mm -hmm. High school, shit grades. Out of 1.9 in high school, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, then, so then when that was happening, that whole fucking thing, my dad's starting to realize, like, okay, this fucking kid's no chance this kid's going to do this. Yeah. So now he goes, all right, I'm going to put, I'm going to, maybe, maybe he wants to be a boxer, right? And my dad at that time was super supportive of me being a boxer because mm -hmm. that's what he wanted to do, but he just didn't have the opportunity. Yeah. So when I got knocked out and everything and I changed, I said, all right, what gave me that feeling, that, that happiness, right? That everyone wants, right? What gave me that? And I don't even want that, right? I don't even want that. 
what will make me every day I look forward to doing it? Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about To be honest, man, money, fame, all that shit, it will fucking go like that, man. Yeah. It fucking goes very quick, right? But what doesn't go is if you, if you followed your passion, it doesn't matter if you live in a freaking box, man, like a fucking shoebox. But if you can say to yourself, man... But every day I go to work, I fucking love it. Yeah. And it's and true. Like I chose this life. I chose this for myself yeah. and I enjoy it. Enjoy it. Because all yeah. I'm doing is expressing my, exactly, it's mm-hmm. fulfillment, mm-hmm. right? Maybe your fulfillment's here. Maybe that is what you want. That's yeah, what Yeah, everybody you want. has different fulfillments, I think. Different yeah. levels of what they want. But don't let anybody else's level, like, deter you from don't what you want. Don't let them sway you. Yeah. Never let anyone sway you, man. Like, you... I'm telling you what, man, the, you know, they, there's that saying, like sheeple, right? Sheeple, mm-hmm. man, it is the most true saying ever. I'll tell you what, if you, and I did this for myself, because I was a, we'll get into that a little bit, in a little bit too, but I was a bit of a psycho, like a, I was doing shit because I wanted to make a philosophy for my life. Mm-hmm. So I did the extreme of asking for a pencil, right? I fucking got pulled over. I was like getting, not arrested, but I was like on the brink a couple of times of getting arrested by the cops. Cause cool. I, went, I took it the complete We'll get into that. <laughs> anyways, yeah, yeah. But anyways, so I realized, man, I'm living this life that's not for me. Uh-huh. All right. And now this boxing thing, I broke my foot. I, I was like, fuck. You know what? And I thought that I go, you know what gave me happiness? And I can fucking talk now. I'm not like a weirdo. I love being on stage acting and shit. I love that shit. Theater. Loved it. Mm-hmm. But my fucking dad is like, man, you're going to go from boxing to fucking theater. How the hell does that work? And I've never done that. I only did it once when I was eight, man. Right. Yeah. But something inside me was like, ah, I just want to fucking just give it a shot. Mm-hmm. So this was during the pandemic, right? And I wanted to take an acting class, but everything's closed. So I made a TikTok, right? Started posting funny skits on them. Not for anyone else. For myself, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, if this is funny for me, I'm going to keep it up because I think this is good. Yeah. Uh, four videos down, one video goes. No, no, no views at all. I'm like, Fuck, man. I think this is pretty good. I was about to take it down. Yeah. I was like, ah, should I take it down? No, I'm going to leave it for myself. Go to sleep, wake up the next day. That video got fucking 800,000 views, 200,000 likes. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what the, f- the one I didn't want to do, right? Yeah. I had doubts. And I was like, shit, man, why am I doubting myself? Mm-hmm. No, man, let's keep, I'm going to back myself now. I'm going to back myself. So I started doing that. Started doing more, right? Then I hit 10K on TikTok. Oh, nice. 20, nice. Then I hit 80 in fucking three months. I hit 80,000 followers like that, right? Yeah. And then I was like, ah, oh, love this, man. More people were starting to invite me to shit. Right? I had no friends. I had no friends, barely. Mm-hmm. Random fucking frats, man. Hey, man, you want to come drink with us? I never used to drink. Yeah, man, fucking why not? Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to smoke a cigarette? Yeah, man, I'll fucking smoke a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you want to try that? Yeah, 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 fucking give me some of that, man. I was going down the wrong path, and I didn't even know, mm-hmm. because I never had that level of, first off, social, like, uh, prowess, right? Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, oh, yeah, man, like, I'm one of the dudes, right? I never had that. So I was like, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Maybe a little bit too much <laughs> because then what ended up happening is um, really fucking, I don't, yeah, yeah, I could say that. But anyways, man, I ended up in a situation where I was presented with a person that was in the same vehicle as me with uh, cocaine. Mm-hmm. And we were going to that, we were going to this area to do pranks. That, that's why I love doing pranks, right? Yeah. So I was doing pranks. And one of the pranks at Fashion Island was, I was, you know that fountain fashion, there's this like fountain right next to when you enter up the elevator. Yeah. I wanted to get in there and swim around in that shit and just start screaming, whatever, whatever came to mind. So I do it. The prank is over, man. No security, nothing. I'm going back to my car and I'm with one of my friends. I'm not going to say his name, but I'm with one of, not anymore, he's not my friend, but I'm with one person. Then I'm with another friend who's my friend now, Tejas, mm-hmm. right? He was our driver. And so 
Dave just is there. He was scared, man, the whole time. I can say this because it's facts, man. But yeah. he, was, he, was, he, was, he was super scared the whole time, right? And so he would get back to the, the, the car. We're starting to get to the car, and there's these, like, people there. Mm-hmm. And all I wanted to do is ask them a make-believe question. Just for, it was for the intro of my video, right? I said, like, do you guys have any Edegeda? Do you know where Edegeda is? Edegeda is, it's not a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, the fucking dad starts looking at me. Fuck, he was like some, he was like some Armenian guy. He's like, what do you say? I'm like, no, no, I'm just asking if there's a store called Edegeda. And he's like, no, I don't think. I'm like, okay. Thank-. I'm walking away. One of my buddy, that dude, that guy who will not be named, he's sitting there with the fucking camera in their face. So they now know that something's going on. They're like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh-huh. I'm like, no, 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 no. He's like, no, no, he recording me. Why he recording? I'm like, I don't even know who he is. So I fucking flipped it. Flipped I was like, it. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you don't know who he is? I'm like, yeah. And this guy goes, this is your phone. Because he's using my phone to record it. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like fuck. He didn't play along. He, no. didn't play along. he got scared. So he, he, yeah. I was like, shit. So then this Armenian guy who thought I was his boy uh-huh. fucking does a 180, looks at me and goes, well, you know who I was a part of? I go, no, man, I don't, man. He's like, I was part of USSR KGB. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but, but you have a sense of people, right? So I'm looking at him like, nah, he's, he's bullshitting me, dude. Then his son, this big fat dude, is like, I was in the Air Force. I was quick on my feet that day, Cheyenne. I was like, he was fat as fuck. I was like, Air Force? Buddy, you can't even get in the fucking car, dude. How can you drive a car, McDonald boy? And he's fucking like, they're all pissed, right? Yeah. So then they're like, we're going to call the cops. I'm like, go ahead, fucking call the cops. It was my lucky day. The fucking, the, the patrol vehicle of the cop comes and sees this altercation. Uh-huh. He hears the, the Armenian guy. He goes, I'm, to me, he goes, I'm going to cut you like a, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> you heard that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he goes, I'm going to cut you. And I'm like, oh, and then I started getting, I was like, oh, fucking come on. And I, I broke out of character, dude. Uh-huh. I wasn't Donnie's rock anymore. This was big Zorik Dylan in the boxing gym. Yeah. Man. I was like, fucking, you want to go then? Cut, let's fuck. Mm-hmm. Cop comes. <laughs> Back away, back away. This Armenian guy kept wanting to fuck with me, right? So this, I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> he's coming up to me, and I just fucking give him, it's like a strong shove. He's the, he was the best actor I've ever met, and I think I'll ever meet. Man plays it like a football flop. Like that, Goes he falls down. down. He hit me, he hit me. The cop was on my side, thank God. He saw yeah. the whole thing. He's like, no, dude. He's like, he pushed you. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the, guy, the, guy, the guy's so embarrassed, right? He gets back up. He's like... I was, th- this guy, he's recording me. He's like, he's allowed to record you. It's a public place. Uh-huh. No, does he know who I am? So he's telling the cop this. Yeah. Dude, does he know who I'm like, I don't know who you are, sir. I don't know who you are. And the cop's like, all right, dude. You got to, like, tells the guy. He's like, you got to go. What do you mean I have to? You have to go. Otherwise, I'm going to have to give you, I don't fucking, you're harassing him now. Me. I was like, what a fucking turn of events, right? Karma. <laughs> so then they walk off. And now the cop's talking to us. He goes, what were you guys saying? I said, ask him for the stories. You can't push him because that can be salt. Mm-hmm. So I fucking, I was lucky, but I could have been charged for assault, right? And so I was, all right. And he's like, do you have a police record? I go, no, I'm not here. And then he goes, okay. And then he goes, uh, okay, that's fine. I just want to see the, can I see your IDs just to make sure? Yeah, sure. Then my, the dude that will not be named who had Coke on him, that I didn't know at the time had Coke on him, cocaine. He's like, oh, I don't have my ID. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then my boy Tages. He didn't fucking have his driver's license. And I didn't know that he was driving without a driver's license at the time. He uh-huh. is now. But at the time, he was driving without a driver's <laughs> license. Yeah. He didn't say anything. He's just like, let oh, me just dude, drive. dude, he was sweating. And then, and then he just said, I'll drive you guys. I'll drive you guys. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. cool, dude. Yeah. I was like, so then the cop's here and he comes up to me. He's like, just really low. He's like, I don't have my driver's license. I fucking go, what? He's like, I don't have my driver's license. He's like, yeah. And the cop goes, I just, I just want to see the, the driver's ID. Shit. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, sounds good. And I was like, fuck, think Z. I was like, think big Z. 
hey man, you know what's my first, and this is what I tell him, I go, hey man, you know what's my first time uh, doing this kind of recording shit, right? He goes, yeah. So what are the laws for like recording in public spaces? So then he starts saying, you can't record in this. I get him on this tangent, mm-hmm. just talking on this tangent. I said, all right, officer, you have a great day. He goes, all right, you too. Gets in his car and fucking goes. I'm like, Tay, just get in that fucking in the car fucking and car, run, dude. Yeah, yeah. So then he runs in. We're good. But yeah, dude. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. That's fucking insane. But that's just one of me, like many things. But right, I did like crazy shit like that uh-huh. in order to prove to myself that fear and all this shit's stupid. Yeah. Because if you can almost fucking do that kind of thing and almost get charged with assault, uh-huh. you're fine, dude. You that was quick that thinking much. too, though, like to get him on that tangent. <laughs> God was on my side. Dude, yeah. literally God was on my side. I don't know what came to me. I was like, I was like, I was like please. Crazy. Yeah, Holy shit, bro. That's insane. Yeah, but you know, it all, it's all, all started evolving. So then when I did that, so I was like, all right, yeah. let's calm it down. Let me just do something else now. And then when school opened up, that's when I took my first acting class on Zoom, mm-hmm. right? Zoom acting. Really? Bullshit what acting. Yeah, yeah. So I'm doing Hold it. Up, yeah, me... go ahead, no worries. Yeah, man, no worries. My shitty phone. Oh, we're good, man. We're fine. We're sorted, bro. That thing's a trooper, man. That thing, literally, dude, I threw that shit off a cliff. I'm not even joking. Really? I don't know how. It's it's good, man. I don't know how. Really? Yeah, yeah. God damn. But yeah, man. So that was my first acting class was the Zoom acting. And I was like, all right, dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the, uh, the best of this opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. And I told the teacher the first day because I was like, fuck, bro. Because I didn't tell my dad at this time that I'm changing my thing. I didn't tell him yet. I, he thinks I was going to college for international. <laughs> Still thought I was in college. I already changed it. Yeah. yeah. I already changed it. I, I didn't changed. even take the fucking, mind you, I didn't even take the class, right? Yeah. I didn't even take the class, but I was so sure. Like you said before, when you really have a calling, the how will make sense. The how makes if sense. If you have the why though, you're good. Yeah. And I had that. I was like, I don't know what it is, but something's drawing me to this shit, yeah. dude. Let's Everybody go. Everybody has that, like mm-hmm. that pull. And if you just listen to it, I'm telling you, even if it like doesn't make sense at the beginning, mm-hmm. just like go take one step and you'll realize like the whole world just becomes opening, just opens up for you. Yeah. And everything that like the steps will just come to itself. Like it, it, what, like the, this thing happened to me when I told you before the podcast, mm-hmm. like uh, I started doing the podcast in a study room. Yeah. Right. I, I wanted to do a podcast for about, about like three months before the, I, I even uh, got to that point, right? And this was like the summer of my, or about to be the end of my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And I had this idea of doing the podcast, but I didn't have any equipment, any space to do it. Like no, no, no physical space. You need a desk, you need chairs, yeah. you need some things to happen. I wanted to do it with guests. Had no guests, not, not, none of that shit. But all I knew was like, I, I really fucking wanted it bad more than anything I wanted mm-hmm. in my life up mm-hmm. to that point. And I watched life over time just give me everything I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know how. Like, the how is a mystery to me till this day. Yeah. How it happened. Yeah. But it just worked out. It just worked. Like that the, is the giving space me happened. fucking chills. Yeah. Because that is so weird. You, that is so weird you say that. That is exactly fucking exactly mm-hmm. what happened to me. And I thought I was, the, I literally thought I was the only one. Because no, that's the same thing, man. Yeah. You start with fucking nothing. But with for nothing. some reason, there's just something in you that's like, I gotta go do this. Mm-hmm. And you're right. If it's meant to, it just fucking it just falls, falls into bro, place, like, man. Like there was a, the, a director that just... Uh, I went in for this interview for this business program. I told him about the podcast. 
I think saying the podcast to him, like I was going to start a podcast that landed me into the program mm. of like business honors. And Shit. then he gave me the space. And then I told my friend about being a co-host and then, yeah, he said yes. Mm. And at first, like it was a different person that I had in mind, but he canceled on me. Like, cause he knew that he wouldn't be available for that many times. So he told me up front, mm-hmm. which I fucking respect the fuck out of. Shout, shout out, shout out to Daniel. Um, and he, yeah, he, he told me up front and then there, a different person came in and then I got the equipment, started studying it. Didn't know what to call it mm. at all. Like someone for a podcast that no name I didn't have any name, no logo. I just like fucking made it like randomly. I don't know where the idea came from. Just, I don't know how ideas come from, but like yeah. it just came and that's what I stuck with and start all these pieces just fall into place. Everything just came together and it was one of the, the most exciting times in my life. And now I'm on a, a different journey like mm-hmm. that I, I feel on and it's, it, it's giving me that same excitement of getting up there and it's going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. Good man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, that's, you know, I think, I think really, man, if your if your purpose is, if your purpose is purposeful and you're purposeful with your purpose, yeah, you'll make it, man. Make and, it. I, and, it's, and it's not like even, it's not even a, it's not even like, I don't know, dude. It's the fucking, I love history, right? I love history. And I love philosophy. Same. Love it, man. Mm-hmm. But the one reason I love it the most is because man, it's so true. History does repeat itself. And the ancient knowledge that they had then, right? The Romans, the ancient Greeks, the philosophy, the knowledge. It's still, with, if you can find something that from that time period that still holds true today, that is everlasting knowledge that's, that's through time. That's the everlasting truth, right? And the one thing for my life that I enjoy finding is finding universal truth, right? Universal truth means this fucking, I know if I drink water, all right? Mm-hmm. It will make me feel, it'll make me feel not thirsty anymore, right? Yeah. <sighs> Beautiful H2O, right? Same goes for certain things in life. If I know my mindset's going to take me here and I look in history and see, okay, this same mindset has brought these people here. I know it's going to work, yeah. right? So there's certain things in life that are inevitable, but it's how you, in my mind, it's how you spin it. Because mm-hmm. you can make it, like you said, like depression, right? What is depression? Depression is you in this negative loop cycle, right? Because what's the opposite of depression? You'd be in a positive loop yeah. cycle, right? It, it all has to do with momentum, I think. Yes. And the momentum of energy shifts throughout mm-hmm. whatever you think of. And it's like, it's kind of phrased as in, uh, there's a Bible verse that says you reap what you sow mm. and your mind is the the fertile soil. It is. And man. it doesn't matter what you plant. The plant is the thought, like what the seeds are the thoughts. Every thought gets planted. Like no matter what you could think of any thought and it will always get planted. Mm-hmm. So what's, unique about human beings is that we could choose the thought it's a hard thing that's why they call it like uh working on your will building focus mental toughness mental toughness like Mm -hmm. this is you had to train your mind this is what they talk about you have to train your mind to pick the right seed to plant yes and that creates momentum and it could be and it's like i said it could be any seed it could be the negative one that could put you in a hole Mm -hmm. and it could be the one that makes your life fucking amazing. And it's basically heaven on earth. Mm. Right. And those are the two dichotomies that emerge. Mm. And the, the more knowledge you gain about it, like if you know, like I'm telling you this, this is knowledge, what I'm saying. Mm. And if you understand it, that's all you need. 
Like this, that's why they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is power and knowledge is freedom, man. Knowledge is freedom. Yeah. Because the more you know, you can, the more you know that you have the capacity to change your own life, the more you'll actually fucking change it and do it for the better and become more happier and all the good things happen for you. 150% dude. Mm-hmm. That's just life. That's you know life. what I mean? Yeah. And I like what you said about reaping the, that's funny. You say it like that. That's how my, uh, my Muay Thai coach, my new Muay Thai coach, right? Mm-hmm. That's how he says it. Right. And so true. Because and that's why I said, like in the beginning, I'm so blessed to have the people I had around me early on in my life to plant those seeds in me. Yeah. Because when you're that young, right? All your parents can do and a great parent should is just give you the seed. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Like you say, it's up to you if you want to take that, but just to give you that seed. Yeah. And if you want to work on that, fine. Mm-hmm. Right. But the hard part is, and that is the fucking difficult part that people can't get. Right. Because we and me, we can talk about this shit all day. You got to, no, fear is not a real thing, man. Yeah. I mean, but dude, when you go through it, it is yeah. like, I'm in, we're, we're both in a good space right yeah, now. Yeah. But trust me, like, uh, even last week or a few days ago, I was going through doubts and fears. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it comes and goes. Like, you'll never get rid of it. But when you're in it, just always think it happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. But even when you're in it, even when you feel like shit, don't resist because again, this I learned through fucking terrible headaches. Mm. What you resist persists. One hundred percent. If you resist that negative shit, watch life just drill you with more because it doesn't want you to resist it. It wants you to accept it. It wants you to understand what this is meant for you. This is actually meant for you. Yeah. You know? It's like you know what it is, man. Life has a very funny way. Of fucking you over and then fucking over the same way. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because because it's like, it's almost like, you know, whatever you believe in, God, the universe, whatever it is, right? I'm a very spiritual guy, but that higher power, man, I think it's literally the, it's literally the universe going, listen, dumbass, I tried to teach you the first time you didn't, so I'm going to do it again. Because mm-hmm. every, and that's what, even with religion, people say, right? Oh, I don't believe in God because there's bad things. Fucking dude. If there's not bad things, they're not good things, right? If there's not death, there's no flowers, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The part, like, there's always the thing, right? If you die, right? Your body is used as fertilizer for things to grow. Mm-hmm. It's the cycle of life. It keeps going. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I don't yeah. think of it as, like, religion in a sense. But, like, I do believe in, in energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Energy is, to me, God. It's a big thing. You know? That's what I believe in. And mm-hmm. that's the beauty of of life is is that anybody could have their own perspective like you don't have to believe in one thing but believe in what empowers you that's what religion is man that's what religion and and i think that's why religion can be such a manipulative thing like i'm sikh right i'm Mm -hmm. sikh and in sikhism one thing they teach you right is to respect all the other religions right Mm -hmm. you don't i don't as a sikh i'm not it's not my job to be like hey man fucking i don't i don't want you to convert actually I, i don't want you to yeah i'd rather you become the best possible version of yourself in your own sect. Yeah. Because religion is just a I word. think every single person has to have their own religion. That's what I say, man. Yeah. <laughs> because because everyone needs their own religion. Because yeah. you need it. It's what it is, dude. It, it, at the end of the day, you can call whatever you like, man. Spice it however you want. You know what I mean? Literally, man, it's your own, it's your own belief system in yourself that can tie you to the energy, the universe. Yeah. And if you find that so personal for yourself, whatever it might be, even if it sounds outlandish, man, like I don't fucking know. You believe in the floating burger in the sky dude if you fucking believe in that shit Mm -hmm. all power to you man and that's what people want to chase that's why religion is the biggest thing that can manipulate people too right is because look at all look at like most not even people always say this right islam oh islam you know it's it's a it is a beautiful religion i've looked i've read if you look at the actual quran you read Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful religion 
but the teachers themselves are the ones that corrupt it because yeah. they know that people it's sad man they're they taking, twist it in a way that benefits them exactly sense, yeah and, and they're gonna twist it right like there's one thing and it, it's true islam you're supposed to treat your captives if you capture someone more you're supposed to treat them very nicely you're not supposed to dehead them deface them what are the, the terror groups right what do they do that and in the western society we go that's islam mm-hmm. fuck no it's not dude you know there's a whole region that you haven't even seen you know yeah. so much there, beauty every religion talks about the same shit that's what yep. i realized it is and it's, it's all, all the about, same and it has nothing to do with like the physical world it has everything to do with your mind and how good it can become yeah if it's, you like it's really, bettering it's how to better yourself to get to that next level yeah. man it really and, is and it's not about following any direct step it's understanding different pieces of it and what it means to you specifically mm-hmm. like it's not what somebody else like th- that's what you know preachers and stuff do is they tell you information and not all of them but some of them tell you this and they tell you to believe in that but what you what's better in my opinion is if you listen to it and then come up with your own conclusion and how it empowers you in your own specific way Mm -hmm. that's how you get the most out of any idea yep you know and it doesn't really matter what other people think about it it's does it make you feel better exactly and feeling better is like really everything like feel to me if you feel in a really joyful state you are one with the universe mm-hmm. like that's being one like you're in line in that energy and everything just works for you because you are in a high spirit and a high energy and that's what feeling is we do everything based on feeling yeah 100 mm-hmm. and, and you know i think yeah one thing yeah you keep bringing up a lot is like people people think right mm-hmm. you can't care what people think man if you the, the moment you care like we said it before you said it before but you can't let people fucking do shit like man i'll tell yeah. you what man People in general, they're just fucking dumb. like I don't I don't want to be a dickhead, but like man, if you follow the crowd, you're dumb. If you if you take a, if you take an eagle's eye view and say oh, I'm gonna just follow this crowd, bro, you don't know where the fuck the crowd's gonna go, <laughs> yeah. man. If, if it's if sheeple, right? If you pay, if one sheep goes off the cliff, the rest will go with it. Yeah. So don't it shouldn't matter what fucking people think, man. Mm-hmm. Be the black sheep. I always encourage people to do shit that makes you feel so uncomfortable or so uh, i don't i don't want people to do it dude mm-hmm. even if it's the weirdest fucking shit as long as you're not gonna get arrested do it yeah i mean do as it. long as it doesn't harm other people yeah, like, exactly that's the biggest thing like yes you could do whatever the fuck you want but you have to give it to other people too to do the whatever they want and not limit them yeah, in yeah. any way either mm-hmm. that's also that's what i mean it. you can't infringe mm-hmm. on people but it's like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like it's like it's you're not infringing on someone's ideology, right? It's almost like this is my ideology. My ideology won't be affected by everyone else. You yeah. shouldn't care. Mm-hmm. And that's it, it's it's a the world is very yin and yang, man. You have to have the dark with the light. Not it's sad, but not everyone will succeed. Not everyone in this life succeeds. Mm-hmm. That's just life. If you want to be the one that succeeds, then you have to basically realize shit like the stuff the stuff that we're talking about. If you start realizing that stuff and making it personal for yourself and taking the bits of knowledge and taking the things like that and making it for yourself, like religion or anything, dude, you won't need anyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, like we said in the beginning, you're talking about the, how you had no one right for your podcast. You did it from the foundation up. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I gave a really good, like kind of an analogy. I was giving an analogy before this podcast, which is, man, if it, it, he was telling me, he goes, you know, I did everything from scratch and I did it all independently. Cause now you know it intimately. Mm-hmm. You don't need anyone else for this. Right. Yeah. But I told him, I said, that's how you have to be with life. You can't rely on anyone or anything for anything, right? Because, for example, with his po- anything, right? If I was making you, let's say, let's build a house, right? 
He said, I want to build a house. All right. You go to a bricklayer. He's going to give you the bricks. I want to buy this many bricks. Cool. But also, I don't have enough money. Let me just rent these three for now. Then when I get some money, maybe in the future, I'll pay for those. Okay. So now you've built this big house. Oh, I need those bricks back because you borrowed them from me. They're not yours. Oh, those three bricks grow. Your whole house is gone, man. Because now you haven't, you were, you were lacking something that you should have had in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? The foundation. The foundation. Yeah. And everything in life, man, is foundation. You can't look and that's the difference between, that's why I did Muay Thai actually, right? Is because the actual, the actual mindset of the Thai people in Thailand, fucking way drastically different than the people here, especially training, mm-hmm. right? Um, like there's this, there's this thing called Sabai Sabai, all right? It's, it's, it's something I live by now. This is, I'll give you, it's a little story, right? So Sabai Sabai basically means it is what it is, basically, right? I don't mm-hmm. know the actual translation of Thai, if anyone's Thai, right? Yeah. But this is what it means. And my coach explains to me. He was in a gym, right? He was at his gym. So one of my first coaches I ever trained with, his, uh, I don't want to say his name because we had, that coach, we had a bit <laughs> of an issue, but uh-huh. he told me something, right? And he goes, listen, man. He goes, when he was in Thailand training, right? He was, he's an older guy. There was a, like a coffee shop right outside. Like his gym was over there and he had to walk on this big fucking road for two miles and there was a coffee shop. And every morning at that coffee shop, he saw two old guys, right? And they were just laughing, giggling, <sighs> drinking their fucking coffee or drinking and having a great time. One day he goes by, right? And there was like a police car. Police car, fucking machete on the ground. A dude's arm was off, like off. Really? Yeah. And, he, and the fucking other guy screaming on the ground. <sighs> That's the guy who lost his arm, right? <laughs> yeah. The other guy was his friend. He's arrested. Mm-hmm. So basically, that dude chopped his fucking arm off for whatever reason, right? Next day, or no, a week goes by. That same dude is in the same fucking coffee shop without an arm, still laughing, <laughs> drinking. Mm-hmm. You know why, man? Life fucking goes by. So if you, for example, he was missing a whole arm, gone. Yeah. That didn't fucking stop him, right? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, man, you are the sailor of your own ship, right? And sometimes when you feel lost or depressed, you may think it's almost like you're lost at sea. Fuck, I have no indications. Mm-hmm. Shit, there's no uh, light. There's no eagle. There's no uh, land. I don't see anything. Shit. Mm-hmm. But if you take like what we're talking about, no fear, discipline, uh, mental toughness, right? All that stuff. What it will teach you is, right, I know there's nothing here, but I'm going to keep treading. And yeah. if you just keep fucking treading, even in your life, right? Even when shit, you know, this is what you want to do, right? Yeah. But you're not getting the results you want, but this is what you want to do. Keep fucking treading, man. Mm-hmm. Keep treading, man. Keep treading. Keep treading. Because I had one opportunity. I don't, I don't want to say it now until it comes to fruition. But one thing that happened for me I did put it off. It was an acting kind of thing. I put it off. Ah, I don't want to do this, man. I'm sore from training, man. Oh, I'm tired from sparring, right? All these excuses. But then that thought comes in my head. Is this what you want? Or are you making excuses because this is really what you don't want? Mm-hmm. That's the negative talk. Yeah. But see, I use, it, I use it in a way, hmm, that's true. Do I want this? And I said, all right, fuck it. I'll do it. Didn't rehearse. Didn't fucking do anything. Nothing. And we got a call back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's like, it's like, you can't, even when you think shit is just, oh man, like I'm getting my ass beat, right? Mm-hmm. Life is kicking me in the f- dick, right? Get back up, dude. Get back up, brush it off. Keep going. Yeah. You can't stop. When you stop, dude, life is a train, dude. I, 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 I've, I've learned this since I was a kid, right? Life is a train, dude. And right now, like when you're young, you're on that platform. And if you get your shit right, you'll get on that train. You're good. Mm-hmm. But if you fuck around, man, or you don't believe me, I don't know. This train's not for me. You just fucking missed your life, man. Mm-hmm. You've missed your life. Yeah, life. Uh, I think uh, I forget who said this, but uh, I think it was Casey Neistat. Mm-hmm. He he made a video 
you know, on those airport, uh, or not escalator, but those, uh, it's like escalator, but it's on the floor. Oh shit. Oh, those like fucking, yeah, 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 yeah. So it makes you like walk faster, basically. I feel like Jesus. If you, if you, if you run, you're going to get ahead. Yeah. If you walk, you'll, you'll gradually go up. But if you stop, you'll go back. Mm-hmm. And so that's with life. Like if you stop, you're you're not gonna get and instead you're not just gonna stay in the same place. You're actually gonna go back. Yep. And it's gonna be worse for you. And and you also mentioned um the the boat example, like yeah. the, the ship, right? Mm-hmm. And that that struck a chord with me because I heard um somebody say that it's when you're when you're lost at sea, like your mind is lost. What the only real remedy is to have a bigger vision mm-hmm. because you you go the direction you face in life, mm-hmm. and if you have no direction, you will go nowhere. Mm-hmm. So build some type of vision for yourself because even like a, a ship, like if you no ship is made and then they don't just like send it off and yeah, it's in the ocean. Good luck, man. Yeah, yeah, good yeah, luck. Yeah. There's always a destination. They know where they're heading. Like mm-hmm. if you say you want to get from Beijing to LA, they know like, they got okay, you. this is the end point. Start with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. You have to build what like you, you as human beings, you have the, the ability to build the image in your mind of what it's like at the end. Yep. So think from that place. Don't think from this, like where it's at right now. Yep. Think from the place where it's already done and see yourself there already right now and watch those ideas to get you there and the actions and everything that you have to do just come like that. And that's what I mean by you don't have to worry about how it's going to happen. The how just takes care of itself when you're in that state of mind, mm. that bigger vision. It's everything. You're right, man. Yeah. I mean, even like if you take it to a, like we both like history, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing I do is I love I love learning about history and then uh, and then taking it. Like, what can I take? What example can I take from that? And what? How can I apply it to my life? I've always loved that shit, right? Yeah. So yeah. one thing I learned is like, yeah, like Vikings, man, the Vikings, mm-hmm. those don't. Well, the Scandinavians, right? If you want to be a fucking, well, I'm not gonna get that shit. If you want to be like a fucking historian buff, right? Because I feel like someone would come for me if I said some shit like that. Yeah. But whatever, man. Vikings, man. Vikings. <laughs> Vikings. These donies. They fucking, I was thinking about this, dude, Norway is such a fucking, like the way, where they were living on the coast is like nothing. There's nothing there. Yeah. So I was thinking, go fucking imagine the guy, the balls it takes for the guy to go like, Hey, a Sven, man, you see that, that ocean there? Yeah. yeah, I see that. What if we fucking just got like a bunch of logs, put them together and just sent them off? Yeah. You fucking crazy, man. I don't know. Could work. That one Donnie did it. And then. That's the yeah. whole culture, right? Mm-hmm. But like you say, I believe life is like that, man. It's a fucking ship ride, right? Sometimes when you're sailing through that sea, rough, fucking really rough. Mm-hmm. But what's at the end of that, man? A fucking beautiful rainbow. A yeah. beautiful sun. Yeah. You had to be able to see it before it happens, yeah. though. Like, 100%. Like we say, like, the energy, like, it could tell. Like, it, it, it kind of makes it happen in a way. Like, yeah. if you think certain thoughts it will like come to be come to fruition like the seeds seeds will plant itself and it'll just come to be because the the universe can feel the energy you have Mm. and if everything's energy and your thoughts are energy 
wouldn't your thoughts influence the energy? Wouldn't it do something? It has to do something. Mm. It's not just like, you know, these thoughts come from somewhere and you send them off somewhere. Yeah. So it definitely affects this physical plane. Yeah. I think like that. It's not like proven fact. It's not science, but from my experience of life and what I've been through and the things that have gone on in my life, I believe it more yeah. than anything. Same man. Like I was never really religious. Never. Mm-hmm. But shit that has happened to me and the things like, dude, people would think I'm a fucking lunatic, man. Lunatic. I was, I didn't even believe in, dude, I was, I mean, I can't sit, but I was, I was a really troubled guy after that old, that shit. I, I was a really troubled guy. I was doing stupid shit. I shouldn't have done. Right. Yeah. Landed me in play and things I shouldn't have been in. Right. <laughs> Situations. But, um, the one thing, man, that always stayed true to me. And the one thing I found was religion or, you know, that higher purpose, that, that mm-hmm. universe, God, whatever. Right. Yeah. I found that man. Yeah. And it was true for me because I was like, all right, I said in my head, I said, this shit's fucking real, man. Like, all right, we'll see. Right? Let's see. I'm, I'm going yeah. to see if this is really, if what, if what I'm hearing and what I think is true is true, I'm going to go see. Mm-hmm. Fucking man, it falls right. If you do the right things and you keep pushing forward and you believe that and you're synced with it, Mm-hmm. that's it man you're fucking in the race man yeah i yeah. believe that and I, I think it's sad man it's to me it's really sad that people don't think like this you know what i mean yeah like i don't know i'd never have gotten now i get it but like i never used to get like fuck man why wouldn't you believe in yourself mm-hmm. you know what i mean like I think, other people aren't you yeah. so why the fuck would you listen to them I they're think, not uh, you. I, th- I forget who said this but it might have been this this guy named reverend ike oh. used to preach in in new york sold out like madison square garden and shit to do uh, talks. Mm-hmm. And he said, a belief in yourself is a belief in God. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe in yourself, you don't believe in God. Yeah. Because what are we? We're the creations of God, mm-hmm. right? God created us as it says. Yeah. So if we're creations of God, as yeah. say. he even said like this, you don't have to believe this, but uh, he said, you are God. Like, yeah. th- it's not like God isn't something outside of you. Mm-hmm. And that struck a chord with me because for a long time, I believed that what, like, that's why I didn't believe in religion is because people were always saying that God is something outside. Mm. How could it be outside if I'm the, I'm doing this shit. Like Mm -hmm. I'm getting these ideas. Mm -hmm. How could somebody else dictate? And the second I heard that, I was like, that makes so much more sense. Mm. Like that actually works. Yeah. That the energy, I mean, God is kind of like a, uh, it's a term. It's a, it's a term. term. Like it's, it's just a, a term. term. Like yeah, you yeah. can put a lot of fucking words on there. Allah, God, Yeshua. Yeah, yeah. There's so There's many so different much ones, right? fucking so shit yeah. on there. But when you realize that that's you, you're not just like a human being. Yeah. When you when you think from a place of a, like a higher thing, like when you listen to a, a song that like really turns you on, mm-hmm. like you you just feel like fucking amazing. Like I'm the man. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. That that's how you should feel, mm. and that's how much that's how you should look at yourself of that higher power like even yeah. Kanye West if you have you seen that new documentary of him on I Netflix haven't, man, I haven't like all that shit that he does you could just see the oozing confidence he has in yeah. himself and you could still see it to this day where he doesn't give a fuck mm-hmm. about anybody or anything he's just so focused on himself that he now gets to share the blessings with everybody else mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's mm-hmm. true. You know, I, I, I like your point, right? But for me, my belief has always been just different, man. My belief has always been different. But like, for me, man, I believe that we have God inside, but there's something we can't explain. Mm-hmm. 
don't know what the fuck it. I do this. I always do this, right? Because yeah. I don't know what. Dude, I don't know what the fuck it is. Like, I have a set. Even with people, you can have a sense of someone's energy, right? Yeah. Already, when we walked in the room, we kind of had a sense of each other. If we didn't like each other, man, already, we could already, t- like, it's like, fuck, Yeah, man. yeah. You can tell. You can tell. You can tell really quick. Mm-hmm. That's not within me. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is, right? Maybe it's something like whatever the fuck. Yeah. For me, dude, like, I've just, a lot of a lot of things and a lot of bad, really bad shit's happening. A lot of bad shit's happening to me, right? But out of, those bad shit, yeah, shit might be dead, but out of those bad shit, yeah, shit might be dead, man. Out of those bad shits. Let's see. That's still going. But it's at 13. Shit. Yeah, cut it. Yeah. Done. And Shit, how much have we been recording, bro? I don't even know how long. I think it's like an hour, but. Fuck me. Should. Uh, I don't know. I think mine's still recording. I could okay. put it up here. Yeah, do whatever you want to do. Uh, yeah, yeah. No yeah, worries. You could just keep talking. No, it's all good, bro. I'll wait for you. Don't even trip, bro. I like it. You just do it live, huh? So you just fucking yeah. send it out. I like that. It's like, huh? All fucking gas, no brakes, man. <laughs> I like it. Keep going. Okay, cool. And, uh, yeah, you can just give me mine. Then I'll fucking because I gotta get GPS for the home, bro. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise I'm gonna be in Corona for the rest of the day, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'll go to that Marine recruiting center, man. Fucking make some friends, you know what I mean? All right. Yeah, it's at thirteen percent. Okay, cool. So we're chilling. But uh, yeah, man. Yeah, for me, that. no, it's all good. So for me, basically, bro, like I don't know, man. I I've been through a lot of shit, mm-hmm. and I've kind of realized, bro, that God is within you. I believe that God. There's a piece of God in everyone. Yeah. Or universe energy. That's why we have this, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also something that you have to surrender yourself to, because the more you try to believe that everything's within you, no, everything it all the tools you have are within you. You mm-hmm. are the you were the what is it? You were the you were the prisoner and the warden, right? You were yeah. the lock and key to yourself, mm-hmm. right? I believe that if you fucking surrender yourself to the life, right? Well, what I'm called life. If life, I just surrender yeah. my life, the universe, whatever, yeah, whatever you it is, right? Yeah. If I surrender myself to that and say this is what I want to do, and if I fucking now this is extreme my thinking, but if I fucking die doing whatever I'm doing, that was, I meant it was meant to be. Yeah. Like if I fucking dude, like if I if I die uh, driving home, right, dude, it mm-hmm. was meant to be. It's not. There's it no control. Be, I have yeah. no control. That's that was when my time was meant to go. Yeah, that's, and that's my time, and this is the time that we're meant to be alive. Exactly, but right. so you have to enjoy it. That's my point. Like you have to just enjoy. Like man, fucking tomorrow. Sh- sh- this you never know, bro. Yeah. This podcast, ten years from now, maybe it blows up randomly. Mm-hmm. The fuck, we we didn't, we didn't know that would happen, right? Yeah. You can't expect things. So God is within us, but I think uh, God or the universe or life happens to, gives us opportunities and gives us things to see outside. Mm-hmm. Right? We make the thoughts in our head. We see it outside, and then we have to make the conscious choice. Is this what we want? Yeah. Because, I've man, I've fucking, I can dream about dragons and unicorns all day, but they'll never fucking, yeah. they don't exist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? God, God, but we don't know. Again. Yeah, we don't know. So Maybe, much shit like that. Like there's, yeah. Dude, there's so there's much something, shit. There's, there's, so, there's so much yeah. stuff we don't know. We but don't if I was going to put my money on it, dude, like if someone's like, listen, bro, you're going to die tomorrow. Would you put your money on there is something or there's not? Fucking putting my money on it, mm-hmm. dude. Because everything I've seen in my life, has been like that. Yeah. My yeah. life has always been this constant fucking, oh, yeah, all right, yeah, all right, all mm-hmm. right. And it makes sense. Yeah. And everything's, and I don't want to sound like a loony bin, but like I have, I've heard, sh- I've heard shit that it wasn't me. It's not fucking me. It wasn't me, dude. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. It was something, I just don't know. I, to this day, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. And that's what got me out of my hole. There's a quote that goes something like this. Yeah. It's by Bashar. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, we are all, Highly powerful entities. Yeah. And the disguise fools everyone. Mm-hmm. The disguise meaning your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. The disguise fools everyone. 
even yourself. Yeah, this is shit is fucking not. That's why, like, that's why I did all the crazy shit I did. Now we're getting into my cycle, mm-hmm. uh, the my cycle philosophy, right? I believe a lot of things, bro. Like this shit, um, bro. I've had, I have so many fucking cuts and scars on my body, dude. But it's like, bro, this is not me. This is not Zarek. This is, this is, this right now is who I have to play in this life, yeah. right? If there is whatever happens, happens, bro. But right now in this life, I'm in this podcast with. Cheyenne, right? Yeah. Or whatever the entity appears to be Cheyenne, mm-hmm. right? I'm whatever this entity appears in this fucking floral shirt and this Barcelona hat. <laughs> yeah. But that's not me, right? What's me is that that fucking divine or whatever that shit is inside energy, me yeah. that's pushing me to go somewhere because I know that something ab- above or wherever it is is pushing me in that direction. And that, like, no one can waver that from me. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I've never no- had it. I've talked, I've talked to, dude, I've, I've literally like talked to like atheists, like people that don't believe in any God, nothing. Mm-hmm. I've talked to them and they've tried to give me every fucking, re- it's, you know, you were that, that's great, dude. I literally, cool, man. I respect your opinions. Yeah. But for me, that's but just that's not the, the beauty case. of life is, yeah. is that, is that anybody can have any opinion in yeah. the world and we could all still be here. We're still friends. We're like, still, everyone's yeah. good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that there's no one opinion that needs to be believed. Mm-mm. Not one. No. Now, one opinion that the universe says you have to believe in this in order to be alive. Now, one, anybody could think any thought at any time, whenever they want. For since the, the universe began fucking, yeah, Earth, to, yeah. till it ends, uh, it, if it ever ends or if it transforms, whatever. Yeah. It just always anything can happen at yep. any time. Honestly, dude, what I think is every religion from around the world beautiful beautiful by the way beautiful from yeah, all the fucking whoever the fuck wrote that yeah bro. dude beautiful right <laughs> but like, the fuck because it's that. but people people it's don't even crazy. realize it it's all similar mm-hmm. like i studied religion i studied a bunch of uh, most religion yeah it's all the fucking same it's, it's all, all the, the same. same it's all the same it's all culturally different and different parts of the world to teach you the same message yeah. right that is fearing like they say god oh, i'm a god-fearing man right mm-hmm. i don't think god if, if god you know what I, mean? I don't think he'd want you to fear you I don't think this being that, you know, this, this entity is, they don't want you to, f- why would you want to fear the thing that helps you? Mm-hmm. That makes no sense to me. Maybe you in a way want to fear it because of, Oh, I, I did this thing wrong. Nah, dude. Cause there's religions that fucking justify that shit. Look again, going back to the Vikings, killing is wrong. Killing is immoral. Is it dude? And their religion, they fucking kill as much as they want. When they die, they go to heaven, man. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case. Right. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. But that's something I don't even know, right? That's a, it's religion is such a broad thing, dude. We will never know, yeah. bro. We fucking when we die, man. I don't even. It might be a GTA fucking lobby, dude. Like you know, maybe we die. We're all in a GTA. Like, all right, dude. Like this is my us. thought process is that it's just we go back to being one with the energy that the, made we us. We don't know what that is, and yeah. that thing that's beautiful. I think like, that's beautiful. It, it, it can't be thought of. Like yes. there's no idea like a or an image doesn't come up for that thing yeah dude like the image we think of if you can heaven like, or all yeah like yeah. if you think of an apple you could like a picture it mm-hmm. but if you think of god there's no for picture. me there is so there always there's no picture yeah it's just, it's just light or energy yeah. it's just energy, energy yeah. beautiful energy that's always what i believe mm-hmm. right I, I agree because with some people right you sit down with someone who's super religious all right they're going to try to force it down your throat. Man, yeah. I don't want to learn that religion. If you're going to force it down my throat, yeah. why would I want to learn that? Mm-hmm. I'd rather learn something that's a, hey, come try it. If you want to see yeah. if it's for yourself, that's you. It's all about learning perspectives. Yeah, dude, like that's, that's all it is. Like yeah. me and you, we yeah. probably don't agree on everything. No, like, like, even, well, religion, we don't, right? Like yeah. you believe something, I believe, that's it. Yeah. But, and, but yeah, we could both talk about it 
and you could not change and I cannot yeah. change and we're still fucking friends. That's like, what that I mean. Can, yeah, that yeah, can yeah, happen, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, that's, <laughs> dude, one of my best friends, he's an atheist. Uh-huh. He fucking, dude, remember, we, we have this kind of conversation all the time. Yeah. He goes, you're crazy. I go, dude, I'll be crazy and I'm cool with it, dude. Like, yeah. that's just my own belief. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't change it. He, I can't change his belief. I can't, it's just life, man. It's life, man. So, yeah, man. You like, gotta, people here. Yeah, you gotta allow it. And instead of being, like, mad and frustrated, just be fascinated. Yeah. Just look at it and, like, damn, that that idea exists here. Mm-hmm. Like, that idea, that person, that person's life is dictated on that. That's yeah. how they see the world. Mm-hmm. Their vision about whatever they want to do is comes based from on that, that yeah. lens. Mm-hmm. So, that, to me, I just, like, am in awe yeah. at everybody. Like, I never look at somebody and their thought and think that shouldn't be here. Mm. Never. Mm. No matter what, even if it's like the worst shit in the world of somebody wants to kill people, like you, you have to find a way to understand that that's meant to be like, there's a, there's a yin and yang of everything. And even though, even though I wouldn't want that to happen, I don't want that person to kill people like, or have those ideas. Like that's not a good thing, but it exists for a reason. Like you can't, you can't, you can't kill, man. That. That's that's like that's, that's what I think. I talked to uh, I talked to one guy, right? I went to an Orthodox church, Greek Orthodox church, on uh, Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not Greek Orthodox, bro. I just thought it was interesting. I wanted to go because I wanted to see it. So I go to the church and I see all you know the chanting. I loved it. It was beautiful. The chanting, everything. And I look and I go, fuck, you know, it's it's like a center. It's really a center to, it's a center to center yourself, if that makes sense. That's what I believe any religious center is. Yeah, it's a place to center yourself around energy or a collective energy, a belief of an energy. Mm-hmm. That to me is so beautiful because, like, you have Christians, right? These some of these people they don't even fucking they don't have sex, they don't have anything. They they stick to that religion so much, like they're just infatuated by it. Mm-hmm. To me, man, dude, that is the biggest fucking. I'm like, you know what, man? That good. <laughs> that's fucking like a monk yeah. life. If you live like that. The enjoyment you must have and the peace you must have within yourself to believe in that higher power and nothing else, that's nirvana. That is heaven on earth Mm -hmm. because you're basically putting your faith in something that you don't even know might or might not be there. I'm going to live my life according to that because that makes me feel good. That is fucking dude. I will give anyone like that. I give you a fucking solid handshake Mm -hmm. because dude, man, I love drinking, man. I fucking, I like chicks, man. I like doing that stuff, but I'm not, I'm not Christian in my religion, Sikhism. I'm not allowed to do that shit. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not allowed to. I still do those things, right? Yeah. That's why I say, like, you have to build your own religion. You have like, to, to build whatever your own religion. You want, like, I never take, I personally don't categorize myself in any, any religion for that reason. Mm-hmm. I study everything that any, everybody says, like philosophers, yeah. the Greek philosophers to, uh, to, 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 to like the Tao Te Ching, which is yeah, like yeah, this yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. Taoism. Taoism's from too, Buddhism yeah. to the Bhagavad Gita to yep. the Bible to uh, speakers like Les Brown and Jim Rohn. Like, I study all of that, mm-hmm. and that's my religion. That's, like, that, that's, that's exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I pick things that mm-hmm. work for me, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like, I can't, I'm, I'm not even going to, like, pose it as you should believe in this. Yeah, I'm just going to, like, internalize it, and that's it. Yeah, it's the same. Like, I have my own, I have my own personal religion. I say Sikh. The reason I say Sikh yeah. is because Sikhism to me, it's a it, to me I love the dude I don't know religion for me it's like it gives you discipline mm-hmm. right if it, religion in general is meant to build discipline in you right yeah. don't do this don't eat this don't do this if you do this this happens that's discipline mm-hmm. if you live your life and you take those rules whether you're Christian Muslims especially that is big discipline you have to pray five times a day dude dude mm-hmm. that, uh, that's you have to make space for that you have to really be dedicated to that you know yeah 
that is discipline. So if you take that part, any successful people that are super highly religious tend to do really well. I've, I've you can just see it in life because mm-hmm. that same discipline they take from that certain aspect, they'll put it into other things, right? Yeah. That's why I think religion in that sense is beautiful, but it can also be so easily corrupt corrupt people. Yeah. Because if you don't have your own personal religion, you're just gonna follow everyone else. Yeah. And then what's and gonna then happen? Because what if your religion says like you can't do something? Uh, like there's a lot of religions that restrict, but if that's what like that's calling to you, yeah. Like, why are you gonna let re- something? No, I know that's, what you mean. Like, okay, that's like, like uh, a set in this book. Like the you're right. Uh, in my opinion, like God or the universe mm-hmm. never restricts 100%, anything. Like, I not, agree there's, with that. There's no thing that restricts. Like, it doesn't want you to be restricted at yeah. all. Yeah. At all. No, it wants you to live your best life. Yeah. But the reason they put these restrictions on is for them. Yeah. For Look them. at it, man. Look at <laughs> yeah. the fucking. If I want, if I if I wanted to start a religion today, dude. First thing I'd say, dude, you guys can't. No. No sex. No alcohol. No money. I'll take all that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck because my religion's personal. You know, I can think to myself, no, I'm chosen. Yeah. I'm chosen <laughs> yeah. so then I can take all that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you take that same approach that, no, no, I want to take what I have and teach it to people, the, the, just the essence of it, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But if you take it and corrupt it, then you have what we have today. Yeah. And that, that's sad, man. That's so sad. Yeah. And I'm glad people are being aware of it now. Like, yeah, yeah. I hope. I mean, yeah. Fuck. I mean, we are. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, I know. But yeah. like, yeah, but you have to see like you and me. Our backgrounds, even though our backgrounds are different, similar, different, right? Mm-hmm. We we both have the the red pill in a sense where we've kind of opened up and said shit like everything's not yeah. how it seems to be. So Mostly because of the internet, because yeah. that's definitely changed my scope. Like I've learned, like I think most of us in our mm-hmm. generation have learned much more than what our parents have in the 20, 22 mm-hmm. years that they when they were first 20, 22, like those years. They might have learned some stuff. They might have read some books. Yeah. But they have not come to the knowledge and stuff that we have gained because we have the the resource called the internet that has literally everything imaginable. Yeah, dude. From any walk of life, like you want to learn history of stuff that's happened thousands of years ago, you could look at not just one person's opinion, hundreds, if not thousands, thousands yeah, of people's opinions on that topic. Uh-huh. Or you could look at the like space and there are people that have researched that. You could look at um, politics, science, hit, or science, math, anything, like any subject. If that doesn't interest you, you could just like watch sports videos or so many memes, fucking mediums. <laughs> Basically, know. the internet become a medium for everything you want. But I think in a way, mm-hmm. dude, it's a it's a blessing and a curse. It, uh, yeah, yeah, it has to be because for me, dude, like I I learned, dude, most of my life has been like just living life, man. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't have my first phone until I was in high school. Yeah, same. I didn't have a phone. Yeah, so I, like I, so, I, so, I, yeah. so I learned, but I'm so lucky because then I learned about life. You and become an observer. Yeah, well, you learn, you get active, man. Like for me, I, I became like I was like I was like high school's a weirdo, but like I learned even then. Like I wouldn't even like if I wasn't if I was on my phone all the time negating shit, right? Mm-hmm. Always I'm gonna just me. I'm just gonna fucking dull the things that are happening in my life and look at the screen, right? Yeah. Nah, man. If I fucking did that and I was, I'd be fucked. I'd, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be at this, po- I wouldn't be at this podcast. Dude, yeah, I swear, yeah. Right. Like I would literally be in a different situation, mm-hmm. but because I was able to take my life and say, all right, let me be analytical in that keen sense at that young age. I was always very, anal- I was always like, let me fucking take the big picture and see what's going on. Yeah. Ever since I was a kid, I was like, like, yeah. like uh, I would help my fucking parent. Like my parents had arguments. 
I would fucking help them with, I swear to God, with Lego pieces, dude. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, listen, you know, sometimes these Lego pieces, they don't make sense. Fucking they would get it, Mike. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like shit, man. So I've always had that view. And I believe, dude, like this generation, a lot of people, man, our generation, dude, it's fucking sad. Like I, I can look around the room and see it's so fake. You don't have any, re like people don't have real, like I can look at people and say, nah, dude, you don't have any substance. Mm -hmm. Cause what is su substance is you go through shit, dude. But it's like, you're going through shit that sucks so much to you that it's on the other side. You're like, I've done that shit. I've done it. Mm -hmm. Right. D dude, I fucking hate. I hate getting punched in the... I hate getting kicked, dude. I'm over it. I've already said that. I don't want to do this <laughs> professionally, but I still go. Why, why do you think I still go? I want, what do you think? Because you, you want to maintain like that, that belief and like you don't want to be overcome with fear. Kind, yeah, you kind of. You just want right? to do it no matter yeah, what. Yeah, but even more, it's because it's like, exactly, right? It's again, fear. Mm -hmm. But it's also like me saying, dude, any combat sport... Sports in general are good, but any combat sport or any like wrestling, uh, football, even ba uh, basketballs are good. But like anything that involves hitting or being hit, jiu-jitsu, wrestling, fuck man. If you do that, I'm putting my kids in that first thing in my life. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit about bas basketball. is great. It teaches you athleticism and, you know, the same mindset. But if the consequence is, okay, listen, if the consequence is like, yeah, man, you didn't make a basket, I get to kick you in the mouth. <laughs> The game's gonna change. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in that sense, it teaches you not to overthink. Like, I don't overthink shit. I'll do shit. Something happens. Oh, whatever, fuck. I'll deal with it. Mm -hmm. I don't think like, because the shit I went through. Because yeah. if I was there, oh, I don't know if I want to throw that bomb. I don't, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I'm getting knocked out, man. I'm dead. Yeah. I mean, it's same with shit basketball. Like that. Yeah. If, like, if you're in a game and let's say you, you're uncertain about making a shot, like, you won't make it. Like you won't help yeah, you won't your team it, yeah. win. Mm -hmm. Like if, if you don't believe that that shot is going in, yeah, it's not going to go in because of that. Yeah. And yeah, if you're hesitant on making a move on a person or passing the ball, mm. like you're going to get benched. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Then you don't play. You're fucked. Yeah. yeah, you're, yeah you, I don't even get that. Like, like, that's what I mean. Like in that sport, in the sports sense, right? Cause I played, I was a quarterback for fucking Northwood. I was the varsity quarterback. Oh really? And I played at Irvine <laughs> High School my freshman year too. Right. Uh -huh. So, and then I dropped out and went to boxing. Right. Yeah. So before all that shit, I did all that stuff and I quit, dude. I was fucking Northwood. Sophomore year, I was playing football. So I'm done with this shit. You know why? Mm -hmm. I was looking at the team, dude. I was like, dude, first off, I don't even like this. So I feel bad because I'm not aiding to their benefit. Mm -hmm. If I don't like this and I'm the head of the team, like we said, if yeah. you have a shitty leader, <laughs> yeah. the rest of it's going to fall the fuck down. You know how yeah. my huddles were, bro? Anyone that played football with me, no, this is how my huddle went. I don't know what dick about the game. They bring the, the fucking running back would come in. All right, dude, we're going to do uh you're going to throw a fade route. I'm like, I didn't even know what the fuck a fade route was. Dude. I, <laughs> yeah. I, no, I didn't even watch football, dude. I was, I was like, I was like, just put you in. Dude, yeah, dude, it's like a throw. That was it. So I was like, yeah. I was like, I, was, I literally, this is my huddle, bro. Everyone's like, shut the fuck up, everyone. Shut the fuck up. All right, gather around. <laughs> All right, dude, here's the play. All right, dude. Now, I asked the running. All right, dude. Okay. What do we do? Uh -huh. What? You're like, no, no, no. But like, where am I supposed to? What do I do? If you have that kind of a leader, <laughs> yeah. how the fuck are you going to win? So I knew that. I was like, I was like dude, I got to get out of here. So I was like, I, was like, I got to get out of here. Uh, so I, I left the team. I did boxing, right? And soon enough, man, I thought I'd be all right, right? I was like, mm -hmm. fucking, I was a football player. I was a quarterback, man. That's easy, man. Yeah. Went to boxing. No, the fuck it isn't. Football, it's a play. Then you're done. Boxing, dude, I'm in a ring for three fucking minutes. I can't, I can't, I can't say I'm out. I can't. I'm fucked. Yeah. If I say I'm out, I lose. Mm-hmm. That's simple, right? Even in wrestling, when you have a position, right? Ah, that's the end of the thing. It's grueling because it's bodies and clashing. But dude, any, any combat sport, that's why I just believe that. I keep digressing. Mm -hmm. But the, the, any combat sport, 
will teach you to fucking really who you are, dude. It really tests your metal. If you're like, if and if you need, a, if you have a religion, you will really have a religion. If yeah. you're a fucking like a hard, like if you're a psycho, you'll become ten times psycho. <laughs> but it, it just it just elevates who you are, mm-hmm. and then it becomes to this point where it's like, I don't care what the world gives me. I have the tools to be able to do things. Yeah. Whether it be martial arts, fighting, cool. That's one aspect. Yeah. But that because you realize mindset, that I'm only. The the only thing I'm in control over is this. Is my is me. Yeah, is me. That's it. And if I want to win, if I want to get to a better place, mm-hmm. it's all within me. I just yeah. had to improve my skills. Exactly. I just had to get stronger. I just had to do whatever it takes. But I don't have a ball, and, right? That's what I mean. Like yeah. even basketball is like a you teaches you a lot of shit. I'm not just saying yeah, that. Yeah. Dude, basketball's a fucking amazing. It teaches you so many life lessons. Mm-hmm. Life lessons that I didn't learn because I didn't go down that route, right? So yeah, I don't know. Like teamwork and exactly. All that I don't stuff. I didn't yeah. get that. I didn't get some of it in football, but I wasn't that good dude. So I don't fucking know what's going <laughs> yeah. on. Right. Yeah. So but what it does teach you, man, is it teaches you there's that thing. You have a ball you need to make. I need to put this in this. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting shit in shit. Yeah. I'm fucking fighting <laughs> that kind with these two things right here. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got, dude. Yeah. So if you take that same mindset and you put it in life. I got these two fucking things right here. I don't give a shit what comes at me. I'm going to go get it. You take that hard mindset, you'll go get anything you want in life, dude. Yeah. But it ta- it's not like you can talk about it, right? Like, but you have to go and do the shit. You have to go through shit that makes you feel like you're going to puke, man. Mm-hmm. Shit yourself. Like, this is the psycho part. Because you have to be so uncomfortable in every situation you put yourself in that when you're presented an opportunity, like, man, if I said, all right, Chey- uh, Cheyenne, I want to put you through a fucking... 20 week hard ass combat training camp you're gonna keep die mm-hmm. right let's say whether you like it or not let's say you put yeah. you in it right 20 weeks goes by uh-huh. then i say all right dude good job we're gonna do a podcast in front of a fucking million people right in uh times square mm-hmm. after those 20 weeks you, that's easy bro yeah because now you've realized something the big physical fear that most people have is fear of death Oh, I'm not enough. I'm not. No, dude. You just proved yourself in those 20 weeks. You are a fucking enough. You have everything within you. So yeah. if you make the mistake, eat it. That's you. Learn from it and get back. Mm-hmm. L man, lesson, baby. It ain't a loss. Yeah. That's always how I've lost. Dude, I love fucking. I used to ask out uh, chicks, right? As like this thing, because I used to have fear. Yeah. I used to ask out chicks on the fucking, like, random, random. outside. Dude, <laughs> yeah. excuse me, miss. Can I? Uh, that shit. Uh-huh. Dude, how many fucking. I don't even remember how many times. I've been rejected so many times, right? Yeah. But the times you do get, oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Then the person, you know what I mean? Then you build a relationship. Dude, there's no such thing as failure. And I've always believed that. And yeah. Anyway, if you believe in failure, you're destined to fail. Mm-hmm. If you believe that there's always winning and learning, that's yeah. all your life winning is full of. Yeah. Because like you said in the beginning, right? What you thought here is what comes out here. Mm-hmm. That's life, man. That's life. Yeah. It always comes out that way. And and it's, it's good to identify like yeah. what you've, what, what I've learned from you just talking mm-hmm. right now is you've gotten the awareness of what am I lacking and yeah. what can I improve on and what are things that's holding me back? Like you, you understood that I'm not that good in communication and instead of letting that be and just like complaining about it all day, you just, let me just try to improve it. Like how, how do, how does anybody talk? Like how this yeah. guy's good at talking. Like, let me ask him like mm-hmm. this stuff or let me just try it out. Ask this girl for a pencil <laughs> or raise my hand in class. And then steps like that just come together. And sooner than later, you'll, you'll find out that as long as you just go in the direction, like even if you're uncertain about it, you'll end up in a better place. But yeah. it's the worst part is staying in that comfort zone. And like you said, with, with boxing or any combat mm. sports, 
it it automatically puts you outside your comfort zone. Yeah, dude. And that's what the lesson is, is you're, you're just placed there. Like you're getting beat up by this person. What are you going to do? It shows you who you are, dude, because there is yeah. people, right? Mm-hmm. It's fight or flight. It's natural, right? You can't judge someone. Some people, dude, their reaction, fuck that. It's a smart reaction, which is, fuck that. I got to go, yeah. right? That's smart. That's preservation. Mm-hmm. The dummies are like, eh, fuck this. I want to, that's just, you just want to bang, dude. That's different, right? Yeah. But yeah, you, you hit it on the head, man. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's life, dude. But then also it's, I don't know, man. It's like, a, I, I've always, again, like I love history and philosophy, right? And my philosophy is very fucking soundly built on uh, ancient Greek philosophy, mm-hmm. especially like some of the shit I learned for myself was from the Spartan mentality, which is different, right? Which is this, right? There was the, the war, right? From uh, the 300, whatever the fuck, right? Troy. Yeah, there, 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 was, there was one war. Spartans, I forget, 300, the, the, the one at Thermopylae, right? Where the yeah, yeah. Persians came to invade. Uh-huh. And this one Donny, I think he was an Athenian uh, mercenary. They tried to band him together, but he sent him away. King Leonidas, he had a thousand men because they were all rallying from other. He said, fucking told the other ones, see ya. Because mm-hmm. he told them one thing, two things. One, he goes like this. The Athenian guy told them, whoever the Corinthian, who are the one of those Greek city states, man, so yeah. many. One of those guys that was in his army at the time before he kicked them out was saying, oh, you know, there's, there's like 10,000 of them. Oh, they're, they're coming closer. What did King Leonidas say? Good. They're coming closer to us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Good. Yeah. Right? There's, oh, the Persians, they wrote a letter. We're going to block the sun out with the amount of arrows. Good. We'll fight in the shade. Mm-hmm. Basically, man, that mentality is, I don't give a fuck what you bring in front of me. I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of. I'm going to fuck you up. It doesn't matter what it's going to take to get there. You're done. You may shoot me. You may cut me, but I'll get you. Mm-hmm. I'll get you eventually. That's just life. Yeah. But if you take that... Like that mentality of like never giving up. Like exactly, man. It's not even a thought in his mind. No, like the, man. To, yeah, that's what he gets at is to a lot of people, those threats would have stopped them in their tracks, mm-hmm. right? Like to a lot of them, that it's a reasonable thing to just stop. Like shit, okay. But yeah. like I said in the beginning, to, to have extraordinary results, you had to think extraordinary thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Like he, he just thought differently. And that's what every great leader and you know you could go out throughout history they're just different in the way they think that when other people go through similar situations Mm -hmm. they would have backed down but this person for some reason you know it's just something inside of them tells them no we're not gonna stop right here yeah you know but you know that's that's what i think that's something like uh i think is the best thing man Mm -hmm. is because if you can take that wisdom and live it oh it's beautiful man because then what fucking what can stop you know what I mean only yourself stops you pretty only much yourself yeah. stops you and you can recognize that and you know it's like you said in in the when we were talking in the middle it's not like fucking you know you and me were talking about this shit like you know like oh yeah this, no man you have bad everyone has bad days yeah right but definitely. if you have if you have the the foundation of those thoughts and that has become you that's fine mm-hmm. you have a bad day ah, I had a bad day but at least this is my foundation I'll come back to this yeah you'll go back to yeah. to being a better being a better individual at the end yeah you know, there's a lot of things that knock you down. Like, there's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be struggle in life. It's not easy. I mean, if it were, in fact, easy, everybody would. Buddy, everyone you know, everyone would be an Oscar winner. Everyone would fucking <laughs> yeah. be a Grammy winner. We would have NFL star athletes everywhere. Yeah. And it's, to me, it's about the journey, too. Like, there, there's that, you know, cliche quote, like, it's trust the process or whatever. And. I imagined like 
at a few uh, a few weeks ago, like I imagined what it would be like if everything would just happen right away. Like mm-hmm. if imagine if whatever you wanted, whatever the goal was, imagine that it's like boom, like right here. Mm-hmm. What would be the fun in that? Like anything yeah. you want, just happening right when you want it. There's no bad mm-hmm. whatsoever. Everybody just does good. Like everything happens and it's all good. And you sit there and you think nothing's like fun. Like yeah. what the, the journey of going through the tough parts, the rough parts, the, the, the times you thought you were going to quit, the doubts, that's what, the, that, that journey is what makes it fulfilling. Mm-hmm. It's not actually getting there. It's yep. the process of who you become. That's the, the, the biggest part of it. Cause you're only here for, you know, less than a hundred years, maybe, maybe 120 if you're lucky. That's some fucking, uh, yeah. Some, yeah. <laughs> if you're, if you're one of one, you're pushing it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? that's the next Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah. right there, dude. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like the oldest person in the world is like 134 it's or like something. Mr. Shit. Miyagi, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people less than that. And you know, you could fill it with whatever you want. Yep. You know, you could become none of your potential. You could become all of your potential, anything between. Mm-hmm. And you're given that choice. I think so. I think that's what, that's what big thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is like with everyone, right? Everyone has a purpose. I think this man, bro, God only helps those who help himself. The universe, whatever. They only help those who help themselves. Mm-hmm. Bro, how am I going to help? It's like, like you said, right? If you get everything given to you, dude, you don't, you'll be overwhelmed. It's like the, it's like when you yeah. give a toy, if you ask a kid, right? Oh, I really want this toy for Christmas. He is looking forward to that thing. And then when it comes on Christmas, his eyes are lit up because he yeah. waited all that time. Mm-hmm. If that kid said, I want this for Christmas. Okay, have it now. Yeah. He or might like, he might like enjoy popped it. out in a midair. Like yeah. it's anything just boom, boom, yeah, boom, dude, boom. He would just like enjoy it, would it for just, that second. And then yeah. next thing. Next thing. That's. You can't, man. And the, and the, pro, that's why I always say, I don't, i never looked at like my goal. Mm-hmm. I never look at it like, oh, I'm going to have this much money. Nah, man, I don't care about that shit. Really what I care about is if what I'm doing every day, I could just like tomorrow, I could die happy. Mm-hmm. Like if I, if I'm doing every day more or less what I like doing and I could die tomorrow happy, good man. Because yeah. the journey, like the, you have to be so, you have to love the journey so much that every day is like beautiful. Yeah, that's it's what, like a fucking Sunday for me. Oh, mm-hmm. lovely man. That's how you have to be. Yeah. yeah. There's Speaking of uh, the money part of it, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard who Jim Rohn is. I know who he is, but yeah. You know who he is? Yeah. Uh, you might, you might've heard the story, but I'll, I'll say it mm-hmm. here. Um, he had this mentor and at this point in his life, he was around 25 years old and he didn't have a set of goals, you know, and his mentors like asked him, you know, where are your goals? And he told him he didn't have any. And he thought about it and his mentor asked him or, or his mentor told him, why not set a goal to become a millionaire? Why not set a goal to become a millionaire? You know, it has enough zeros to impress your accountant. You know, it's a, everybody wants to have that much money. Uh, why not do it? Right. And he said, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. And Jim was like, you don't have to tell me why. I, I just, you know, a million dollars. That, that sounds like a lot, of, a lot of money. I love money. I could buy whatever I want. Why tell me? Why set that goal? Right. Mm-hmm. And he told him, set a goal for, for a million dollars to become a millionaire for what it makes of you to achieve it. Mm. And that, when I, the first time I heard that, that mm-hmm. blew my mind away. Yeah. Because it wasn't, 
he put it in a way that it's not about actually achieving it. It's about who you become in getting it. Yep. And Jim Rohn, he even talked about and when he was 25, he was broke. And by 30, he was a millionaire. Yeah. And he said, and he, he, he got broke again. Like he was a millionaire by 30, 31, he was broke. And he realized he was right, that his mentor was right. It's not the money that mattered. It's not the money. Yeah. It was who he became because by the, when he was 31 and broke, he became a millionaire within like a year Yeah. because he already got to that place. Like he was already there mentally. He just made some bad decisions and, you know, and then at, from 30 years to like another 30 years. And when he was 60, he had like $50 million and fucking one of the most successful speakers in the world. Right. Yeah. So it's not about the destination. The destination should give you purpose and meaning and, and fulfillment, but it's who you become in the process that eventually makes the biggest impact because it's all about you. Yep. Mm -hmm. And like you said earlier, like the money just comes and goes. <laughs> like, Man, it comes, you know how I know this? Everything. It's because I learned it from uh, my, I love him. He's my new, mm -hmm. my new, new one, right? Mm -hmm. My fucking newest coach. Love him, man. He's the best. He was someone, you know, like, uh, you know, when you put, you put your faith into so many people, right? Like the first coach I talked about. And yeah. that same, that, right? All these coaches, you put your faith into someone because you think it's a mentor, right? Mm -hmm. And oh, I'm going to give him everything. Yeah. Then you realize, imagine that. You give your, all to everyone you've known since you're like four. And then they basically tell you to go fuck yourself, right? When you're 22. Mm -hmm. It's like a parent almost, right? Yeah. So I had to learn to deal with that and then find this new random coach, right? In Huntington Beach. Shout out Coach Aaron. Yeah. You're the man. <laughs> but uh, Coach Aaron, man, he's a, he's a Muay Thai coach, one of the best, I think. Mm -hmm. He's literally become like my mentor, man. Like I'm not even like to the point where like the thing you just said, this dude told me this the first day I met him. Mm -hmm. And he had so much wisdom, right? Because yeah. you don't think in that realm oh they're probably brutish man they're probably like yeah, that they just want to fight but it's about the the mental as well right? well it's martial art mm -hmm. right it's martial in the sense of what it is is doing is it's take expressing yourself through this mm -hmm. but it's still an art and yeah. people forget that mm -hmm. what is art art is the expression of humanity that's the overlying thing yeah. right and i think like most masters of like martial art don't even want to use it they just like they don't, don't actually man. want to like fight people fuck no, no. it's it's, it's the, like i said before it's like the it's what you learn with it. Mm -hmm. Like this beautiful relationship I have with my coach, right? Where he's teaching me things every week. It's like a new seed, right? Mm -hmm. Hmm, I like that. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Then I let the tree grow because now I'm practicing, doing things, seeing life, yeah. you know? So it, it's beautiful because what he told me was similar. I was telling him, I go, oh, man, I want to fucking make this much money. And he started laughing. Like he's like, you don't want to do that shit, dude. Mm -hmm. Right? He used to uh, sell like McLarens and things like that, like high-end sports cars, right? Lost it all. He lost it all. And then he went homeless and now he's back at there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. goes, that's life, man. He goes, but the one thing that he told that struck a chord with me was he goes, you should be able to live every day, right? And just enjoy it. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, man, anything that happens, anything in life that happens, right? If you can just enjoy the things, you find the things you enjoy and just work on those every day, eventually, 10 years from now, we'll see where you go. Yeah. And like we said, if, the ha if it's the true why and that's the purpose, if you're purposely living purposely, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You'll get it, man, and everything will fall into place. You get it. But yeah. as soon as you, as soon as you start to lie to yourself and like get influenced by images, like I see this shit all the time, man. And I guarantee you, in everything you see it, like everyone and their mother, man. I want to do a podcast. Okay. We'll wait. We won't say anything. We'll just wait until they do it. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, what happened, man? A year ago, you said you can do a podcast. Yeah, I didn't have the time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, when I start training Muay Thai. Okay. You come in one day. What happened, man? What, what? Yeah, man, too hard. It's not meant for you then. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You have to realize that. Like, you have to go through life. Nothing's going to... Like, this medium for me is completely new, right? It's not yeah. for me. This is. I'm not going to do podcasts. I don't... That's not my thing, mm-hmm. right? Do I enjoy the podcast like this? Of course. I love talking about this shit. Yeah. But for you to set up and do everything like that, man, yeah. it's a different world for me, mm-hmm. right? But that's because of me actually, tr- like, knowing that I enjoy this stuff. Yeah. That's the biggest part of it, right? And it's good that you take risks... Mm-hmm. in trying it some people don't even try shit yeah. and like that's the worst place to be yeah. when you don't try anything but if you try it and like you said there's no losses there's just, just learning, learning yeah. right so if you if you don't like it learn from it do something else yeah. move on with your life that's it that's and it. everything has a lesson man and i think a lot of people lose that here especially mm-hmm. right in in the western society the way thinking is is like oh my fucking car broke down fuck right yeah. <laughs> now if you take a different approach Hmm, my car broke down. Why did it break down? Why did it break down? Let me see why. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Okay, let's get it fixed. Yeah. I'm not getting frustrated. I'm saying, all right, let me figure out the problem first. Let me solution-base this. Then I'll react to it. You know, when I get back, the bill comes, fuck me, 10 grand. What the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the time, I'm not going to take that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to learn how to control myself and do that. You mm-hmm. know? So I think at the end of the day, man, all this stuff we talked about, right? Everything in general is it's like, like I said in the beginning, mastery man you want to master but not even master anything else right because a beautiful quote i think i live by i live by this every day and that's why i talked about what i talked about which Mm -hmm. is this the man who conquers a thousand men is nowhere strong as the man who conquers himself that is truth that's truth Right, I think that's a good way to wrap it up. It is beautiful. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) man. Man, thanks for coming on, man. Hey, brother, thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. This was fucking amazing. It was amazing, man. Uh, It was like a life fucking. Wait, wait. Shit. Keep that. But yeah. The, this was fucking amazing conversation. Yep. I'm glad we got to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're over like almost hour 50 minutes here, nice, baby, yeah. which is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug your Instagram, TikTok, nothing? I'm good. Nothing All to right. plug here. Yeah. Just shout out, uh, shout out coach. Ann. you're the man. Yeah. That's it. Much love to everybody. Peace.